morning, people. It is the 16th. When, no, Thursday today, isn't it? Yes, Thursday mm-hmm. the 16th of February. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And as always, you have amazing hosts with you. I know you go first. Why? <laughs> I'm your favourite shade... <laughs> Come on, please, thank you. Yeah. I'm your favourite shade queen, my own royalty. It's your boy, Big Moss on the east side of the bridge. And I've only done that because you've done the order and then you messed it up, so... Yeah, but you, you said, said Mark was starting. Yeah, but don't you feel like you now explain this if it messes things up even more? Uh, you, now know what? you know what? You know I like chaos. You've made a scene now. I like making scenes, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Give me one second. Oh, oh my God. No <laughs> way. No way. <laughs> no, you're, you're definitely on. I was going to say. Gonna say. Can they still hear us? Yeah, they can still hear you. All right. Pick up yourself. Number small up yourself. Okay, we're good. Where's my... um? Now, Brent, you stress me out, you know. You're always putting Rihanna wrong. I can't find the help. She's even your cousin. Why would you do that? Right. <laughs> aye, aye. Right. I mean, oh, wait, are you ready, Brent? Um, yeah. Okay, so camera on the, on the queen, please. Thank you. I said queen, he did it on the black man. <laughs> I get the staff, man. Hi, everyone. It's Maxie Johnson. How y'all doing? And they call me, man, the pro black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst. Melanin jam-packed. Period. Always. How's everyone doing? I'm all right. Good. I'm all right. Yeah, we back at it. What are you saying? Mm. What are you Max? What are you saying, Max? Have you seen the sofa before? It's been a minute. You're good? Still? All right, big up Brent, man, because you know what it is? Mm, it, just, is it? it just surrounds me with strong black women, man. Mm. Come on. <laughs> no weakness. Don't know the done know. love it. Speaking of no weakness, can you let us know about your zombie experience, please? I'm waiting on the tea. You're oh shit! I ain't been there since the zombie slayer. No, innit? you have not been here. I'm not even gonna lie, yeah. That made me tired for two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wonder why? Because you went in. You must have gone in not in the hundreds. It made me tired for two days running around this place. You know what's mad, yeah? You go in there, yeah. So mm-hmm. you drive into some car park here in the yeah. woods, yeah. And then there's a man standing up with like a rifle and that balaclava and thing. And then like, from when you get there. They, they, they're just on you, you get me? So they try to, you got to do like the role play thing. It's like an immersive experience. Well, like, no, welcome. Oh, not too it's, much. oh, it's an experience thing. Yeah, so if you don't play along, you're not really going to feel it, you get me? So he's on an okay. army man, you get me? Mm. He's on some, yo, yeah. pattern up yourself, fix up, rah, 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 boom, boom, you get me? Mm. We all line up and then we go in there. So when we walk into the bunker, they're just on it from, from the joint, you get me? That like, You line up, you walk in, some man comes out talking about his name's Captain Sutton and he's telling you that the, 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 the bunker's overrun and we got to go get the, <laughs> the, um, Vows and ting and zombies and that. like they just they just leap into it. You yeah, know, like, like, park the car. Yeah, like you. <laughs> they don't even. They don't even. Like, pre- you run out of time. Yeah. Off, like. They don't even prepare you. It's like okay, we're doing this. You get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like, real yeah, real. get right. your weapons. They weapon you up. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> weapon you up. Yeah, and and then, and then, and you just got to go. They bring you to two teams and they walk you What's around to some bumper. It? It's rifles, but it's like air rifles. They okay, don't shoot okay. at actual. Oh, okay, they, they, okay. they shoot some things. I don't know. It's or like, some, like, a, what, like, like a light. You know, like a light and a yeah. noise or something. So you know you've been shot or whatever. Okay. They just tell you, just shoot them in their head. They'll drop. If you do, if you need to think, just shoot them again. But there's a different mm. type of zombie. Some of them don't die from gunshots, but they don't tell you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they tell you. They don't tell you this. So when you when you found out that this one ain't dying from gunshots, you've got to run. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine run. just running. Like. No, his brother's moving like a madman. You get me? I'm saying, right, this nigga's not going to die. Let me go. I've got a cut. You get me? So it's like, yeah, so you just go in there and it's just all pitch black. You get me? Like, it's literally 
It's literally like an underground bunker. Like That's you walk in, mad. like some long corridor. It's pitch black. Apart from our torches light, on yeah. the front of our guns, you can't see mad. nothing. And then you just walk in, walk in, walk in, and then like you just see like a you just see like a, a, a zombie, like just like a soldier man. Now yeah. obviously they were painted up and all that. Rah, 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 and you just see them there, just moving mad. But they're good actors in that though because they they like stay in their role. And how long was the experience for? Like two hours. That's long to be running around for. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. That's a whole hour's workout. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for the apocalypse. So basically, we have oh, to... Okay. Don't take things too you far. What? You needed one um, role-playing zombie to it. Like, we've summed the world with some air rifles. I'm telling you now. They're not doing real bullets in that. No, but if it was real bullets, they would have been dead. You get what I'm saying? If it was real bullets, they would have been screwed. So then these times now, you've got to find... um. Vials, they got vials hidden around the whole facilities. There's like three different floors there, levels, mm. and there's just like these containers with vials saying you've got to find the um, vaccine or antidote or some crap, whatever. Vials? Yeah, like, you yeah, know, like vials. test tube vials. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like A E I O U kind of vials. <laughs> vials. That's vials. Vials. Yeah, and I was like, that's a bit. No, not vials. Vials. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, like, you get know what I'm trying to say? Like, so there's like buried them all around the vicinity. Okay. And obviously, I led my team. Mm, captain to, to the greatest victory of all time they say greatest this, victory of all time well there's well, there's 10 vials that you've got to find yeah mm -hmm. and we found 9 yeah mm -hmm. and they said no one hasn't found more than 6 in 3 years they said, no <laughs> way they yeah. said that to everyone Mark <laughs> no <laughs> no I know the experience yeah, was it saying that to everyone <laughs> no, I don't believe listen, listen, we're we're the, told you that. We're, we, 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 we was the craziest yeah because the last one the last one we nearly got it but the, the brother was lying on it because he got attacked Okay. Like the guy that was helping us mm -hmm. got attacked and he turned into a zombie. Why didn't you roll off just push his body? No, he was moving mad. <laughs> <laughs> he was moving mad. He was moving like he had rabies or something. <laughs> Friend, you don't get beaten. Fair enough. And then I boxed a woman in her mat. Mm. That was that was crazy. Zombie? Make that clear, please. Huh? What? Make it clear, a zombie. Oh yeah, she wasn't a woman, she was a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> she had to box her. But what what happened to the air rifle? Why did you box her? Like were you that were you that scared or you just started No, I boxed her with a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it was too close, you know what I'm trying to say that. So it's too I was, close. No, I come around the corner and then one of them was there. So I was feeding them corn, you get me? Bow, bow, and then one of them tried to run up on me. <laughs> to spin. Boom! <laughs> Box it. <laughs> I had to swim and box it with a with a oh, rifle. You get me? And I was like, oh shit! <laughs> you okay? Good. She said, "Get me." She's like, "Ow." She was. She could not pay me enough for this. She shit. was in so much pain. <laughs> oh my god! Because she just froze like it iced her. She just went out. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just like she walked back into the darkness. Like, the... Still a zombie character. Yeah, like still like a zombie, zombie character. Yeah. She walked back into the, into the darkness. Yeah, she went A and E. To like recalibrate, you get yeah, me? Yeah, to get herself together. And then someone else came around the corner. She went, nah, and I was like, oh, she's alright. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny, man. Like, that, sounds, that sounds so lit. That does, mm. actually. That sounds was fun. Lit. It was tiring. Do you see other groups out there, or do, is it just you guys? So there was a group. We went as went as a group of eight, okay. and the whole the whole thing we all went as as one. It was like seventeen people. Okay. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I really want to do the crystal maze thing. Oh, that'd What's be that? as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You know, there's there's like a real life crystal maze. Mm, yeah, I've done it. Well. But is it where you when you have to figure out how to get out? Oh, like yeah, you do you challenges, like you get, challenges, you get you get yeah. locked in and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I think that'd be lit. Lit stuff. Yeah. That looks like good summer plans, actually. Mm. That'd be lit for the summer, yeah. But I want to do these things like a bit tipsy. A bit funnier. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. Yeah. They tell you not to drink or to well, be. Yeah, it's zombie ones, defo. If you're punching people, sober. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> you were drunk. <laughs> that'd be crazy. No, that sounds lit, man. Yeah, no, it was fun, man. Can't even lie. Good. Where yeah. is it? People are asking. Where is it? Mm. And what's it called? Mm, I think it's called. I think it's called thelastsurvivors.co.uk. Go and find the last survivors, and then they will. That that website should bring you there. They got the um, zombie experience in the bunker. I inspired Essex away, like near Brentwood or something. Ongoing, okay. okay. kind of way there. It's not too far. It's about an hour from me. Is it scary though? It's it's not. There's some people that are scared and people that are jumpy. So there's people there that are screaming and thinking. So it make it adds to it. You know what I'm trying mm. to say? And I'm when a if you're walking, you are walking, you are as a group here, and then everybody in front of you, someone jumps, panics, yeah, spins, then and every, runs. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, you're, yeah. We're black people. We don't need to ask. If you're yeah. running, <laughs> I'm, I'm running. running. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm cutting. You get me? So when people are screaming and jumping, and it's it's jumpy. It's definitely jumpy. Okay. These people come out. And it's pitch black. Okay. These people will come out of nowhere. You'll be walking and then you to search. You're searching. You're searching. You're searching. You walk in a room and you bust it. And you're like face like ah. Yeah. How do you see it? I got good vision. Boy, I'm doomed then. Yeah, if you got bad vision, yeah, if you got bad vision, you could be in trouble. Right? <laughs> I would never be in trouble. I don't even see properly in broad daylight. Like. <laughs> 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 Done for, man. Okay, that's sick. No, I love that. That's sick. Yeah, sounds good. But um, guys, like the video. Thank you very much. Subscribe to the channel. Also, if you go on our Twitter, um, we've got a link and a synopsis of everything we're going to talk about today. So if you could kindly retweet that, the page is the day after TNB. But let's get into our first headlines. Oh no, that's Mark's one. Switch over to the next. Yeah, let me get that, please. All right, people. Let me get first headline. And um, I'm not too sure if this is a result of the pressure that Mark's put on this individual. I was sad to hear this, you know. I was very extremely happy. Me? What pressure did I do? do? Let me read the deck. (laughs) 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 But Nicola Sturgeon has confirmed she's resigning as Scotland's first minister after more than eight years in a row. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> the Wait, what okay, no, sorry. What were you going to say? Isn't it like two terms of four? Um, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Why has she done more than eight years? Moving like them African leaders. She's been elected a couple of times, I think. No, in... in I'm not sure how it is in, in, um, Scotland. in Scotland, though. Maybe because of COVID. In, is in, in the UK, it's five elections. years. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, in America, it's four. Aww. Yeah, man. The Scottish National Party leader said she knew in my head and in my heart this was the right time to step down. Miss Sturgeon said she would remain in office until her successor was elected. She's the longest serving first minister and the first woman to hold the position. Miss Sturgeon insisted her resignation was not in response to the latest period of pressure, which has included controversies over gender reforms, trans prisoners and a strategy on independence. She acknowledged there had been choppy waters, but said her decision had come from a deeper and longer term assessment. The first minister said she had been struggling with conflicting emotions since around the turn of the year. She said, I get up in the morning and I tell myself, and usually I convince myself that I've got what it takes to keep going and keep going and keep going. She said that support for independence needed to be solidified and to grow further, adding to achieve that we need to reach across the divide in Scottish politics. And my judgment now is that this needs a new leader. Nominations to elect her successor have now opened. Names to have been suggested as potential candidates include John Swinney, Kate Forbes and Angus Robertson. The SNP Westminster leader, Stephen Flynn, told the BBC he would not be standing. So 
what are you really are you really upset about? Sturgeon. You know me. I'm, I'm <laughs> proud, I don't know. I don't know what the heck she does. I just saw her. I was like, oh, what a shame. Mm. But because I've we've seen we talk about her all the time on here. Yeah. She got a lot of backlash for the the whole you know the prison thing with the transgender man, transgender woman. Was yeah. Wasn't wasn't she on the side of no? No, she was the she one was saying. Through, yeah, yeah, she was trying to get oh, him it? into the woman uh, prison. Yeah, she got a lot of backlash. She had to mm. reverse the decision. And now they got her out of there, man. Common remember sense crypto factor? Hmm? You would remember crypto factor, innit? Crypto factor. Crypto factor. That sounds familiar, man. You should remember that. You're age mates. Crypto. So we're age mates. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, Crypto yeah. Factor. You don't remember that? That was so cold. You, you someone put it in the chat because you were talking about you need to do Chris Crystal Maze and all that. But it's mm. Crypto Factor is the, the one that was serious. It definitely, it definitely sounds familiar though. It used to be an ITV, but the red team, <laughs> blue team, and the green team. This doesn't look I, like I need to see the thing. Manuel's time. <laughs> what? No, it's, it's like. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what, I don't know, I don't know what you've seen. <laughs> Look at this guy. No, 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 no. That <laughs> must be a... What kind of stuff is this? That's the first edition. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first ever edition <laughs> of it. <laughs> like, that's the debut, Kitty. This wow. ain't the one. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's from the 90s. It's a show from the 90s. This is like, he's, he's, he's gone to like the earliest version of the show. He's sick in his head. <laughs> Oh. Take that off the screen. Well, <laughs> 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 that is so funny, man. All right, so our second headline we kind of spoke about this yesterday, well, briefly anyway. And um, again, Sakir Starmer has come out to say Jeremy Corbyn, Corbyn will not be a Labour candidate at the next general election. Mr. Corbyn was suspended from being a Labour MP and sits as an independent because of a row over anti Semitism. The former Labour MP had hoped to be readmitted. So he could stand for re-election as a Labour candidate. But Sir Keir Starmer said the party had changed under his leadership and we are not going back. Adding that if others did not back him, they could leave. Mr Corbyn has previously declined to comment on speculation he might stand against Labour as an independent candidate in Islington North constituency. He did not comment as he left his home um, and he was not expected to respond on Wednesday. But a former Shadow Home Secretary... Diane Abbott, one of his long-standing allies, said he had no intention of standing as an independent, having been a member of the Labour Party since he was 16. Speaking to the BBC before Sir Keir Starmer made his remarks, Mr Corbyn said his suspension from the Parliamentary Party had been a pretty poor way of treating people. There has been no process, there has been no discussion, there has been no appeal. This party does not belong to one man alone. It belongs to its members and trade unions. Asked by reporters if he could categorically rule out his predecessor as leader representing the party at the next election, Sakir Starmer replied, let me be very clear about that. Jeremy Corbyn will not stand for Labour at the next general election as a Labour Party candidate. You know how cheeky that is? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> very well, crazy. such a good candidate. You? Who? No man. <laughs> I I wasn't um, paying attention and I missed this, but I keep seeing Stur's Stur Karma's name or Keir Starmer's name keep coming up. What's he done properly? Yeah, saying? he's basically said that um, he's basically in a roundabout way saying Corbyn's not working with Labour anymore. Basically, he got suspended because of the whole anti-Semitism thing. So he's he, oh, he's still framed. been suspended all this time. Yeah, yeah or was yeah. he? Was he? At, I thought he was out of the group, wasn't it? Well, um, he was going to apparently um, stand as an independent. 
Okay. But he wants to come back to Labour. But Keir Sam say no. But who's Keir Samson to mean that? Is it the leader party? He's the leader. He's the leader. Who is he? You tell me I can't come back. Fair enough. Fair enough. I get it. And um, in fact, let me read some of it. Um, Cotton put out um, a post on on Twitter yesterday saying, um, ever since I was elected as a Labour MP 40 years ago, I fought on behalf of my community for a more equal, caring and peaceful society. Day in, day out, I'm focused on the most important issues facing people in Islington North. Poverty, rising rents, the healthcare crisis, the safety of refugees and the fate of our planet. Keir Starmer's statement about my future is a flagrant attack on the democratic rights of Islington North Labour Party members. It's up to them, not party leaders, to decide who their candidate should be. So he's just blocking that completely. And any attempt to block my candidacy is a denial of due process and should be opposed by anybody who believes in the value of democracy. At a time when the government is overseeing the worst cost of living crisis in a generation, this is a divisive distraction from our overriding goal, which is to defeat the Conservative Party at the next general election. I am proud to represent the Labour Party, the Labour movement in Parliament through my constituency. I'm focused on standing up for workers on the picket line, the marginalised and all those worried about their futures. This is what I'll continue to do. I suggest the Labour Party does the same. So you're just moving at um, Jennifer Hudson? Who? Jennifer Hudson? <laughs> what should she do? And she's like, I'm not going. <laughs> and you, and you. <laughs> what are you doing? Was it actually anti-Semitic though? Was that one of those moments? Person- him? No, he wasn't. Yeah. P- personally. How was it stuck? I don't think he was anti-Semitic. They wanted him out. Yeah, exactly. They just... But that, that doesn't speak good for the public because if you guys in house can't solve situations like this, mm-hmm. why would people trust you to then vote for you to run the country? Don't people see it as a red, as a red flag? No, they fully believe he was anti Semitic because of the messaging. Mm, that's true. They the mainstream media basically piled on as well. So everybody believes that this is the case. But Do you guys remember what he said? <sighs> I can't remember. No. But I remember that he was accused of othering them. So he's basically mm. saying, you know what I mean, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of othering them, apparently. But. I don't think what he said was bad at all, to be fair. But you but know how that's not what that's not what it's about, is it? Exactly. They feel offended. Mm-hmm. Get you out of here. Facts. And last headlines about Putin, basically. You know, we're coming up to like the whole year anniversary, innit, since he went to war with Ukraine. Oh. And basically, the UK's Ministry of Defense, the MOD, basically said that Vladimir Putin has had one of his strongest public outbursts since the invasion of Ukraine began. With the war edging closer to its one-year anniversary on February 24th, Putin has had no major victories in the last few months, and his frustrations are clearly growing. This is despite the Kremlin saying they intended to conquer Ukraine within a matter of days, back in 2022. According to the UK's latest defence intelligence update, a Russian official called for an increase in tank production. This came after comments from Putin that accused the defence industry of fooling around. The Ukraine President Zelensky recently visited some of the country's allies in London, Paris and Brussels in order to secure increased military support, including fire jets. It comes as the UK's MOD believes that senior Russian leaders are likely aware that the state's military industrial output is becoming a critical weakness, exacerbated by the strategic and operational miscalculation of invading Ukraine. The UK Defence Secretary Ben Wallace said that the war in Ukraine had left the Russian army in a dire state, with its combat effectiveness depleted by 40%. However, he warned that Putin still posed a potential threat to European security that NATO had to be prepared to counter. 
And that's it for the headlines, man. Thank you very much. Let's get into what you say in topic of the day. Cool. All right, people. So today's topic of the day, yeah. We're going to touch on race a little, yeah. Mm. I don't ask this question, yeah. Coming from my white friends. And, Let's um, get from your white friends. Yes. <laughs> I'm growing. Anyways. Because you're white friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. All right. So basically, the question is, though, yeah. Are black people too combative? So when it comes to race and stuff, yeah. Mm. Do we always come to the conversation with our backs up? kind of not really really willing to hear the other side of the argument. Yes. Yes. I think a lot of us Justifiably so. Yeah. Why is that? Because a lot of times we, we be right, man. <laughs> like, if you come up, you come up, you come with your back up mm-hmm. in the, into the conversation. Yes. But most times, statistics show, mm-hmm. it's some bullshit. So you were right to have your back up anyway. But I do think that we do, we do appreciate it. Because sometimes as well, but the thing is, the issue is that sometimes when it is clear that that wasn't, that is, it was this is not a bad thing, it's that we don't want to back down. We're like, mm. no, 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 like we're adamant, do you get what I mean? Mm. So it can be, it can be negative, but yeah. Okay. I definitely think we are combative in conversations about race. I'd say the same. I think um, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. more so the Americans okay. oh, than yeah. it is us, unless you like, it's like the Kelechis and stuff. Mm. But um yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Everyone is like, you mean as well? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that. But me personally, mm-hmm. I'm I'm quite easy with having conversations, okay. and I'm I'm open to hearing, mm. you know, their side because I, I kind of give grace a bit because mm-hmm. especially like with the white people of our generation, yeah. Like, what the, your ancestors did mm-hmm. isn't your fault, so. Okay. I'm not gonna be holding grudges against you. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, at the end of the day, we're all raised differently. Mm-hmm. So, the same way they're mm-hmm. raised and they've come up with their own mm-hmm. ways of thinking, yeah. us too. Do you get what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. the conversation needs to be needs to be had, but you need to be able yeah. to under to want to understand and hear mm-hmm. in order for some sort of result or resolve to yeah. yeah. come. So, do you know what's interesting? I give grace to the to the older generation than I do the younger generation. Mm. Because I feel like younger people have been exposed more to like multicultural settings mm-hmm. than the older, like colored people, white people, you know, the ones that still say colored. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, I have less grace for the younger ones. Cause I'm like, you are in a world where like people that you went to school with, like around you has, or unless you lived in like a country, countryside. Mm-hmm. But most times you've encountered black people, you've done all that kind of stuff. And that's why I'm, I've always said I'm not the person, I'm not that black person that's going to take on the leadership to teach people stuff, mm. mm-hmm. to educate. I don't believe in that because if you want to learn how to make banana crumble, you can go on Google. In the same way you can Google things and you can you, you can go out of your way to learn things if you wanted to learn yeah. things. Do you yeah. get what I mean? I, but, I understand, yeah, I, I understand yeah. that, but... I love it. I think there's a difference. Just if you want to make I feel like crumble, the, <laughs> I feel like the white people of our generation now... They may say things to hurt black people, not necessarily that they're racist, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. You think that doesn't make you racist though? If you know that, if you know that calling someone the N-word mm-hmm. is going to hurt them. It's, yeah, but they're just trying to get at you. It's not necessarily that they're racist. If that like for example, okay. if there's if there's like a, a fat person, you'd be like, are oh, you fat? Whatever mm, it is. Yeah. You're not you're not a, what you're not what do you call it? You're not mm. fat phobic or mm. you're not 
fat shaming or mm. whatever the word is, the terminology is. Mm -hmm. You just want to say something yeah. to hurt them you're at saying, that you're time. Trying to be as offensive as possible. Mm. Yeah, it's not. I don't. Mm. I don't think there's that much thought that goes into it. Yeah, sometimes. So, so sometimes. See it, so you see it kind of like in a relationship where people are arguing. You mm. say certain things you don't mean. You just kind of just want to hurt the person. You just want to hurt the person at that time. Like if you just well, tumped, you if that... you just tumped me, I'm gonna say whatever. But well, don't you say. think like people always pick out the truth though? Mm. Because when you if you if someone cuts you off in traffic, if someone annoys you yeah, and you call them fat, it's because they're fat. No, but I'm racist in road rage though. A lot of people are racist mm. and, and, I'm not, I'm not, and not, I'm not, racist, not racist on a normal... You could listen to me on the phone or be in the car with me. You'd be horrified. <laughs> You'd be horrified by the things that I say to these people. And whatever you are yeah. is what I'm starting the sentence with. Honestly, and that's, just how, I, that's, that's just how I move. Yeah. I can't even lie. And, like, and it's not that you're racist. No, I'm it's not. Just, I just... I just mm. It's not that you're racist, right? I'm so racist. let's reverse the scenario. Go on. And it's mm -hmm. a white person in the car mm -hmm. and a black person cuts them off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they basically start off with, ah, you black, such and such. Are they You're racist? racist. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 You're fucking worse than me. <laughs> you know what? Because it, be, it could be like re, it could be like reflex. Like how I hit one with a zombie because black bastard rolls off the tongue. You don't have to be... <laughs> you, know, you, know, you don't have to be in your court. What? Do you know why it rolls off the tongue? Loads of practice. Loads of practice. You've been practicing in the mirror and you're trying to roll off your damn white tongue. That's why. Because <laughs> I do I do feel like Nah I mm. think Kind of like Even when you, if, if someone goes to you And you call them fat Yeah mm -hmm. And I've done that mm -hmm. That you don't a bitch Like I've done a lot <laughs> But <laughs> It is an element of fat phobia In there mm. I don't think so This is so interesting I don't think so Because As I said When you're angry yeah. Sometimes you say things You do mean Sometimes you say things You don't mean What if someone's dark skin Do you feel like They're, they're not colorist then What's Say mean? someone's dark skin yeah, And yeah. then you use the dark The darkness of their skin To insult them so you want to say that it's two yeah. black people, yeah? And then for some, for some whatever reason, the person pisses off you like, oh, you shut up, you're blick anyway. Obviously, that was a throwback word. Mm -hmm. You don't think that's colorism? You don't think that's got unattended colorists? That means everyone's colorist because people do, do it to me all the time. Try and make out that I'm white mixed race? or mixed race or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow this and whatever. No, but I'm saying that happens to me all the time. That means everyone's colorist then. Do anyway, Maybe everyone is. Because mm. I, I don't believe that it will come from nowhere. Because I've also been in situations where I haven't, that isn't what I've said to hurt your feelings. Okay, let me use this example. You remember that woman that was talking to the security guard? You, you're black. That one. <laughs> you're black. <laughs> you're black. <laughs> is she racist then? 100%. Yeah, exactly. Your, your angle is she's racist, yeah. right? What about Did you Did you see the video actually, Maxi? She was just talking with yeah, too I much vim. I saw it. She was saying... She was no, but saying, she was like, you're no, black. You you're black. Yeah, like, you're she like, was saying that like, to say that that was a... Like that's in, that's you, don't need, you don't even need to say a cuss word. That's enough to yeah, let you know that you're exactly. down bad. Mm -hmm. That shows you her mindset. That, like. yeah, that you could you could feel the anger mm -hmm. or the the passion behind that. She wants to say me that you the phone. So bad. But the average it's, white person, when they say you black this, you black that, you feel the passion too. You feel the passion. It comes you know? from, from the depths. You black bastard. You feel the passion. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You really feel the passion. 100%. So when you, so when you guys, if you guys ever do say it. Like you insult a white person. Yeah. You may not say white, but you say something in regards to something else. Whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> it's not teaching them what we say. Is that are you coming from a racist place? <laughs> yeah. I'm coming, from, I'm, coming from, I'm coming from a place of Yeah. I don't think it's not I don't think it's not racist. 
I don't think like I'm like a torch that like, kill everybody, mm-hmm. but I think that it has got undertone of it. I don't know if it, it's maybe there's another word like bigotry or something. Or what's the word? There's Just other yeah, words. Maybe. maybe because I don't know. Because even you know what you're doing, you're aware of what you're doing. It's yeah. not you're like you don't hate anyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like with racism, yeah. there's some form of hatred. There's yeah. some like this. Yeah. It could be and ignorance or something. I don't know because well, you don't you don't hate anyone. You're not like you're not on. Like obviously you're aware of what you're doing. You know what you're saying could be offensive and it's wrong or whatever, and you you don't care because it is what it is. But you're not. It's not, just, you don't hate no one. I'm not racist, mm. but if I was to point out the fact that you're white, maybe there is another word, and maybe not racism. But think, I'll be honest with you: if a white person calls me black, black anything, you black mm. bitch, you black anything, you're racist. racist. Like I, I don't care where it's coming from. John Terry. Mm. Yeah, it's true though. It's, it has to come. It, it's come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you grasp at something, that means you. That's that's something you've always thought about. This is why whenever I'm in situations, arguments, or whatever, and someone says something to me and says to me, "I didn't mean it." No. I don't, mm. I don't, I personally mm. don't accept, I don't, black I didn't mean it. Cold, you and know. I'm the same. <laughs> oh, what, I didn't mean it. No, I'm just saying black bitch is actually cold because I'm freeing <laughs> it, yeah? It's like what you were saying. If, if you was arguing with a girl and she just threw N-bombs around, she could potentially be angry and just be trying, you know, mm-hmm. really just yeah, trying just to be offensive, yeah. you get me? But if you're arguing with someone, she's telling you, oh, shut up, man, you black bitch. Like, that's like, real. That's come <laughs> on. That's You've been stupid on that one. You've been want like, mm. that doesn't come from nowhere, man. Mm. And mm. yeah, I always, always say that. If you say something to someone in an argument, that's stuff that you've thought about them before. You just, this is now the time to just get it out. So I never ever listened to, I didn't mean I was just angry. Nope, you mm. meant that. Mm. Same with drunk people. You meant that. I get that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So, like we were saying before, yeah, in terms of conversations, certain conversations need to be had. Yeah. Right? Especially, like, again, if we use the analogy of, of a, a normal boy and girl relationship, or mm. relationship, yeah, and, and stuff like this, right? Mm. You say certain things, <laughs> you sit down, you try to, um, you know, get over certain things, this, yeah. this, that, and the third, right? If we come to these conversations kind of with our backs up, mm. even though you're saying it's justified, yeah, how does that help the conversation get to anywhere productive? Now I was saying it's justified in race situations. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah so, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about race, like, like in terms of like the conversation about race, yeah. for example. It doesn't help though because that's the thing. When you come into conversations with your back up, mm-hmm. you're not hearing that person. Mm-hmm. You're not listening to that person, and neither is that person to you. So all you guys are just doing, you're just doing that. It's just, yeah. it's just circles and circles, and, and you're never gonna get get any resolution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so no it doesn't help it doesn't no. so the only way really is to come into conversations with like a more open mind like the whole what's that woman the the queen's friend the queen's yes. bestie yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about oh where you really Hussie. from there? where you yeah, really really, really from yeah. do you get what I mean like <laughs> mm-hmm. that kind of conversation obviously it was apparent what she meant and whatever mm-hmm. but I think in order for in order for um white people to understand why something is offensive I do think that you have to go in there with calmness, okay. not with outrage. Because then when you do that, you don't know the kind of person, that character you're meeting. Mm-hmm. They might be arrogant or proud and be like, okay, well, no, I'm doubling down on what I said. Mm. But if you come with like calmness of like, hey, this is why what you said mm-hmm. is offensive, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think people are more, we're more receptive to understanding that. And okay. that way, that's how we then get resolution. But if mm. my back is up, your back is up now, but as a result of my back being up, do you, being silly do you feel like the owner should be more on us or on white people? Or do you think it just should be in the middle? I think it's difficult for the onus to be on someone who doesn't know who doesn't know that they've done wrong. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the onus, sadly, will have to be on you who's offended to explain to the person why it is they've offended you. Mm. If I don't know I've offended you, but you come to me with your backup, what is this about? What are you talking about? Do you get what I mean? Now mm-hmm. you now I have so many reasons to be like, well, I didn't mean it that way, and mm-hmm. you're just overreacting, blah blah. So sadly, the onus just have to be on the person who's offended, the offender. Okay. Offended. A lot of the attitudes that people have is taught to them is stuff that they see, you get me in that. And, yeah. and people mm-hmm. allow it, you get what I'm trying to say? 
And then it's always gives confusion because black people do bare things that they take offense to, mm. but they do them mm. willy nilly. Do you get know what I'm trying mm. to say that? So you are teaching these kind of behaviors. Mm. Like, do you get know what I'm trying to say that? You're making that like it's cool. So I, that hypocrisy of it, like that kind of stuff, like I don't, I don't, under, I don't understand yeah. it. Do you know what I'm trying to say that? Mm. I'm, I'm openly in in mixed groups. I could see something from a different culture. I could see mm-hmm. like my white friends doing something or see something and walk yeah. into a room and be like, "You white boy, white, you white boys are sick." Because mm-hmm. like, I'm and I'm referring to something that. White people do. Yeah. Sure, and other thought, white boy walks to the black. Oh, you black man are you black? You black man are. are, are We're offended. Yeah. People get offended, and it's immediately. like immediately. What are we doing here? It's like yeah. you even hear the word black people are offended already. I'm like, you are. You are black. No, but if they're doing the same things that I'm doing, it's the same. We're all humans. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm yeah. trying to say? Like, yeah. this is a lot where a lot of the problems come from. Do you get what I'm trying to yeah. say? Like, we can't have open, honest conversations yeah. because we're not on. We pretend. It's obviously, we're not on a. It wasn't a level playing field in the first place, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people are having conversations with. They don't own no slaves or doing these things. So mm. when we're talking now, we're we're here, innit? That's what yeah. I said. Do you get what I'm trying to yeah. say? But we move yeah, like we move like we can't have a level conversation yeah. where mm. I can say things that might be a bit touching. You can as well, but we're. It's, yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, we're yeah. exploring, we're learning, we don't know where we're going. You need to have, I, be able to have the conversation. Yeah. But when you stifle people from saying, oh, you can't say this and you can't do that and you can't, rare, rare, oh, but, but I can, mm. I just think this this is it's just stupid. This is a non starter okay. for me. Yeah. So, so do you feel like there's a, a very fine line between racism and ignorance then? Yeah. 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 And, and, and how do you kind of discern the two? What makes you say, you know, I'm going to have this conversation with you because I believe what you're saying comes from a place of ignorance and I'm not going to have this conversation with you because I know you're a bona fide racist. I feel like I would be able to tell the difference between someone that's just got hate in their in their From heart the and someone that's stupid. Yeah. From the beginning? From the beginning of the conversation? Kind of, because some people think things in that. I don't I don't know if I've got, it depends on what kind of information I've got, because you might have an opinion and think something, but I can, depending on your upbringing and rare, rare, I might mm-hmm. understand why you think like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So it's different. I feel like I might be able to tell whether this person is just hateful, spiteful, vindictive, mm-hmm. yeah. or whether they're just, they believe what they're saying and they're yeah. just lost. Because if yeah. it's that, then maybe it's worth a conversation yeah. like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the people, the example I gave earlier about like older people and why I give them grace. So say for example, there's an older white person who like is very familiar with black people and took that whatever, whatever, but they don't know that you can't, that colored now mm-hmm. is seen as an offensive word. Mm-hmm. For me, you're not, that's not racism. Yeah. That's stuck in just, the past type thing. Yeah, you're, you know, you're stuck in the past. It's, it's ignorant to not have kept up Mm-hmm. With the affairs of society, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that would. Do you know what I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't brand you as as racist. Mm-hmm. That situation. So I think. I think you can usually kind of tell. Mm. It's like also if, for example, like obviously black women and our hair and stuff. I don't see that as racism. I just see that as ignorance. The fact that okay. you have to point out the fact that you just you see me and you just want to like touch it. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you think I'm a doll and yeah. I'm, you yeah. can play with me. I just think that you. You just don't understand. First of all, I mean, first, first of all, boundaries. Yeah. But you also don't understand that. Okay, this is. There's meaning to doing this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with that, that's ignorance again, not keeping up with the society you live in mm-hmm. and the cultures around you that are in the society that you live in. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. brand that as racist. Okay, because I, I was going to ask about that that thing. Yeah, well, wh- why is it that, I guess, I think it's mainly black women anyway that yeah. take offense, obviously, right? Um, but why is it that black women really hate when white women comment about the hair or touch their hair and things of that nature? Is it more so the boundaries thing, just yeah. because I'm a human being, don't touch me? Or is it more so... It's a black, it's a race thing. And are the reasons justified? I think yeah. for me, it's, I genuinely don't mind. I used to work in, when I used to work um, in my office mm-hmm. in um, Liverpool Street, they used to ask me questions about my hair all the time. Mm-hmm. I used to, yeah, it's a wig. Like I used to tell them every, yeah. I used to educate them. Yeah. And for me, it's don't touch my hair without permission. That's it. it that's, yeah. that's just it. 
Like if you ask me, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's cool. Like yeah. mm-hmm. if you're willing to learn, I'm willing to teach you. It's fine. I yeah. don't have an issue with that. It's just don't just think you can invade my pri- like mm. my space and just touch it like that. Yeah. But apart from that, I'm cool. I'm, I don't know I why you're be cool with that though. No, but that's it. What we we cool what? I mean, like I, I I can't speak. I don't have no hair. I'm not a woman, so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> mm. but like if it was like. When society was getting integrated and that, and it was like the fifties and the sixties and seventies and that, I could understand the curiosity. Like by this point, yeah, in the, in the millennium, yeah, yeah, in this millennium, is, no one is going to be touching your hair and confused no, about but anything. You, know what it is? you just Some... said if they want to make banana crumble, they can go on Google. <laughs> no, but sometimes mm. you're not in a comfortable space with black women in to order be able to, to be able to do that. that. So it's when they're comfortable with you. Like so they when you're at work, you guys, your pally, your colleagues, they can be honest. Another question: Can I touch it? Like they maybe they've yeah. wanted to do that before, but they've never been in a comfortable yeah. space with black women to be able to do that. Yeah. But again, it I just shows like, how you see me. What do you mean? Can you touch it? Like you don't understand the concept that like, there's different textures of hair and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's not. This ain't so so mind blowing mm-hmm. and, and crazy. Oh, you want to rub my nappy little head? Like what are you fucking talking yeah. about? Mm. And that's for me. But, I see it as an sorry. I see it as yeah. an ignorant thing, not a racist thing. But with me with the hair stuff again, I'm the same as you. Where mm. like white friends I've had in the office and whatever, we can talk about hair and whatever else, and they know that my hair is different today and like. It can be different tomorrow. For me, though, I do think, again, you live in a society with black women, mm-hmm. black people. Some things, you don't need to know everything, it. Like, yes, my hair is straight today. Tomorrow is curly and now brown. Mm-hmm. I just think some things are obvious. You don't have to, you don't have to, like, say it. Like, say it. Okay. Now when you're younger, your mom's like, it's everything you see, you must talk about. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing. And I think for that as well... Because it can be a bit embarrassing mm-hmm. because it's never really a thing of like, you come in private like, oh, like can I ask you about your hair? It's always like a, oh, your hair is different. You look very different today. Mm. You're making a scene. Stop mm. it. Okay. <laughs> now everyone in the office has turned around mm-hmm. to see how it is that I do look different today. Mm-hmm. I think that's always, that's what's irritating about it. And also you get some people who just don't even ask you like, can I, oh, can I feel your hair or anything like that? Mm-hmm. It is wild that you want to feel people's hair textures anyway. But I guess another day for that one. Mm-hmm. But, some people just go in, like, they're just like, oh, your hair's nice. Grab, hello, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. Like, do you get what I mean? And mm-hmm. again, it's that personal space because someone cannot be in your space as, you know, how white Karens. Mm-hmm. Someone cannot be in your in your Karen space mm-hmm. and you're not already going mad. So why, in what world do you think it's okay to then touch and pet people's there's, heads like they're dogs? There, there's more to it than that, yeah. Because mm-hmm. women be getting hair I've been seeing them getting Indian hair, Brazilian hair, all these things. Some of these hair looks luxurious. It's mm. glorious. Mm. This is real hair. I don't see the walking up to women, the Indian women. Oh, let me If we're being honest though, I yeah. think there are some black women that still are quite mesmerised by some textures as well. Like if mm-hmm. we go to like, I don't know what countries, but let's just say like Zambia or whatever, where yeah. they do like the clay and all of that. Mm-hmm. I would want to touch it. Like I'll be like, oh, yeah. right. Like it's something new to me that isn't around me like that. Yeah. And I get that, you know, in this day and age, white people should be used to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Them people in my corporate office, they don't live in London. Like they yeah, live yeah, out yeah. in the sticks and they come into work. And a lot of the time they're in their detached in their house. They're in their detached house and they're in their bubble. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me, I don't, I, I genuinely don't mind yeah. it being a conversation. And mm-hmm. as I said, I'm willing mm-hmm. to, to but teach you. Know what is, sorry, mm-hmm. it, it does go back to the topic mm-hmm. of being combative because again, it's about experiences. Like what makes you, what makes you enter a conversation with your backup tends to be about previous experiences. Mm. Maybe it's yours or someone else's. So unfortunately, a lot of black women, when it does come to hair, mm-hmm. their back is already up mm. from previous experiences, from being shamed for the hair. Like there's just so much, there's actually so much trauma attached mm. to black women's hair that when it's like, when it's a white person, it's like, man, I don't have time to do this. Do you mm. know? Even, like, even within the black community, there's shame attached to the hair of, 
how her hair was being permed all the time and oh like your hair is tough your hair is this and all those comments mm-hmm. anyway that when it's then someone who's really outside of your yeah. community mm-hmm. it's like I really don't have the time to explain to, to be doing all of this kind of mm-hmm. thing but yeah are we kind of let me just try it from another angle here because mm-hmm. I, I think Mark's kind of touched on what I'm about to say are we kind of making concessions for white people though because it's not like they're observing our hair and we're in a box looking out and we can't see them Mm. Right, we can see them too, but we don't have no interest in touching, in touching their, their hair. hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why is it they have an interest in touching our hair, and we're okay with being okay? You know what? They just don't know. Because when because the, there's a every time I talk about this situation, I always forget the actual term for it. Mm. But you know that term where you're like you're in their country. Okay. So it's a thing where like you're kind of you're you're grateful. People do it like when it comes to like work, for example, or say they're suffering some kind of prejudice at work. They won't complain. The older generation do it more. Mm. Where they won't complain because this is their country, you know. Let me just be quiet. Let me just mind my own. I don't. I don't really belong here anyway. Mm. I do think sometimes in certain situations, concession is made for white people. Okay. I don't think this generation does it that much. I, this generation does not have time for any currents. <laughs> they really don't mm. have time for it. But you're right in that when I see, like, when I see white people say, "I don't, I don't touch it. I don't, yeah, nothing like that." I'm like, I'll compliment your hair. Like, I've got an Asian friend. She's from Mauritius. Mauritius. Mm. Yeah. Mauritius. Yeah. yeah. And her hair, like she, when I talk, she's real life Princess Jasmine. Mm. She actually looks like Princess. Like her waist is tiny, her body is perfect. Her hair is all the way down to her bum. Like from when I met her in year nine, this mm. is how she's always always been. But again, it wasn't a thing of can I? That I didn't touch her hair. I was I complimented. Do you get what I mean? But so I don't why know. is that different? I always there, touched hair. I was that type of person. Oh, is it? Okay. Primary school, I was touching hair. Secondary school, I was she touching was hair. Touching hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. I was just like, yeah. I'll ask. I'll be like, oh, your hair's nice. Like, mm. and I'll ask you if I can. That, but but you're just, asking if I can. So I'm, I'm talking about people that just mm. just now, go if for you it. Just go for it. Then that's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's just no. I think if you can, is I don't think there's anything wrong with if you can. You know. Okay. Because I see, be a bit... I see Indian women's hair and I'm just like, right, that's mad straight. Like, it's I want to touch like, it. Like, bold straight, honey. I want to yeah. touch it. Mm. I can't lie. Like, I just yeah. want to... I never want to touch people's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a germaphobe. I don't I know. You washed your hair last. Mm. But no, I think, yeah, it is weird. I, I do think that subconsciously, though, we do give a lot of grace sometimes on white people to do things. Do, do you think it's... Someone may say I'm reaching here. Mm. I don't know. But do you feel like it's it's a case of white people kind of looking at us like we're different to them, not in a positive way? No, yes, it right? is that. So like, it's got some of that back in the day mm-hmm. caged exhibition. up exhibition yes. zoo like type yes. situation. Have you seen black people that went, when they go to China and Japan? Yes. Oh my god! There you go. There you go. When I when I when go. I went to Mad, yeah, when I went to Dubai, there was a whole load of like. Am I allowed to Oriental? Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They, they, changed, they, changed, they changed it. Message, <laughs> message, 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 okay. Message, 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 they were just staring at us. Mm. Like they were staring. Mm. And because I like, obviously my husband's like big and black in it. Mm. So they were just in awe. In awe. Like they couldn't. I was just like, okay. That makes me uncomfortable. I feel like when you're looking, you're thinking, hmm. I would have got some good money for you. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. What? That, that that might be a reach, but that's that's what I'm thinking. But, but that's what I'm saying. Is, what's why is that same thing that um whatever that is in the majority of white people in this country? Then is it that same type of spirit? I think it is the same spirit. It's the same spirit. <laughs> it's the same spirit. No, it is the same spirit because mm. that curiosity of like oh like because my thing is yeah like unless you've actually lived in a village in Japan and you've never in your life. Mm-hmm. But you have yeah. because every talk like 
I can't imagine what their phones look like. They might have hella pictures with like black people, you know. Yeah, they love basketball and that, man. Mm. It's weird. <laughs> I think it's the same thing that it is. It's it's because you know what it's because I can see something that is unusual to me, mm-hmm. but I can have a look at it and stuff like that. But that look does not make me be like, oh, so nah, where are you my, from? I like, live in the same mean? world as the rest of as the rest of everybody else. Like, yeah. let's stop being stupid. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing out here that's that's, that's so, so that's outlandish. So surprising. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's like, nothing to know. There's nothing out here so you've surprising. Seen it. it's all, but... You've seen it all. We've seen it all. Like, what is it? Like, <laughs> but that's how you learn, though. That's how you learn. No, but not. I don't know. It's a, it, there's a there's a thin line, right, between like, oh, I've never seen this before, mm-hmm. and oh, I've never seen this before. Let me inquire. Let me inquire. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Dave, so they're, they're they're aware that we exist, but you're thinking because you're not. So basically, you're telling me that I'm aware. Yeah. That Chinese people exist, mm-hmm. yeah, because I've been aware that Chinese people exist my whole life. I love mm-hmm. Chinese food. That's my that's that's my, my that's my bag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then I go over. Then I go over. I go over to Beijing now, and because I'm in proximity to Chinese people, I've mm. never been in this proximity to this many Chinese people in my life. Mm. So so this is something new to me. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but so because this is something new to me, I'm allowed. I'm allowed to look at them in mm-hmm. awe and, and, and move crazy and take Mugs. pictures. Oh my god, look at all these Chinamen! Like what? It's weird. No, I, I I get I get that. I get that. But when you're in a personal space with one yeah. of them, you may inquire a bit more about their culture. You may inquire about their lifestyle. Like when you're in a comfortable yeah. space, if you've got a bridging yeah. that is of that culture, you might ask them, what do you know guys do? Like, or you might... No, but you know what is Maxi though? That's different. That's learning about their culture. The conversation is always more like, oh, look at your skin. Like, wow. You're like, it's always nah, objectifying things. It's always objectifying. It's mm. always, always objectifying. It's never about our culture. Mm. It's never about, oh, like, so what are these, what's this hairstyle called? And mm-hmm. what's that? Obviously, you have people that, that do that. But most times, it's always objectified. I talked about the other day when, if like, um, Caucasian men move to me and they're like, oh, you chocolate. I'm not food. Mm. Stop it. Do you get <laughs> I me? Mean? It's, it's always some form of objectifying. Yeah. Objectific- objectification. And that's that you, weird. Would you still feel offended? Yeah, I, I don't like. I, I don't. I even don't like when I meet someone and say like, "Oh, you're so sexy." I don't like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anything that objectifies me, yeah. I, I do not like it. Mm-hmm. I am more than. How do you not want to be sexy? Things. What do you want me to say to you? What do you want to say? Oh, you're beautiful. You got a beautiful smile. Like compliment, like beauty. Don't call me sexy and like I told you. To, damn, like all of that. Hello. <laughs> damn. Let's, <laughs> let's calm down. I don't. That's not a compliment to me. That's I don't. Mm. That makes me very very uncomfortable. See, to me, I like the whole thing about going to Asia, for example, on holiday and. They're not seeing black people in a particular way in this and then and Japan as well. I can kind of understand that, right? But if we're in UK in the UK, yeah, you, you've, not, you've not seen me, but you've seen a black guy on Coronation Street EastEnders yeah. mm. since the fifties. We, mm. we were um, to get side by side in the war together. All types of experiences. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you still need to touch my hair. I don't understand why you still need to do certain things. Like I feel like it, th- there's a certain dynamic there where it's like we are not the same. As them, no. not even physiologically. There's something in their brain that says these guys are different. He's right. And it's, it's like, like it's curiosity. It's like um, what's that guy? David Attenborough. You know when he's an animal. Yeah. It's like ooh. No, but so you've learned though. Like, that's what you're weird, saying. Like I said, we said it. We both said it. If it was the 50s or the 60s, granted. Yeah. But does it still show that there is a major gap between? Okay, good question. Like, it, is that what it shows? And it's not and, a gap. They just they just look at us differently. There's no gap. Yeah. Where no, they but, got, where but also, the same stuff, internet, all these things. They know enough. But some, the culture, the they food, copy the, the culture, music, the damn time, the sport. Yeah. They're aware enough of everything. Enough. Yeah. We're but, in their but, face but everywhere. To give like another perspective, mm-hmm. could it be also that they white people are scared to be called racist, so they don't do things 
that maybe a normal person would do. They'll wait until they're in a comfortable space mm. and then they'll ask the questions they've always wanted to ask. Yeah, I do, okay. feel, I do believe that though. Because it, it goes back to what you said where I think that you can be around people, mm-hmm. that you might maybe around black people and whatever, but you don't have a personal relationship with them for you to be able to understand that. Like, there's some of my colleagues at my workplace mm-hmm. that now know, they understand a lot more about hair. Like mm-hmm. they understand now that when you meet a black person, Saying this can mm. be offensive, but mm-hmm. saying this way yeah. is a mm-hmm. nicer way. And mm-hmm. yes, you're cool. And I think it is that. It's like the fear of being called racist. It's almost like, not that they're not intentionally overcompensating. They don't want to be called racist. So they think, like, okay, you know, I'm going to make this the best way. Like, you know, the woman that, um that woman that the, the what was that woman? The Queen's um, Bestie. Hussey, Lady Hussey. Huss- yeah, Hussey. Mm-hmm. Um, with her, yeah, like, I can imagine in her mind thinking, okay, how do I word this where it doesn't come across as, doesn't come as as I'm being racist. Okay. Mm. Do you get me? Which she's like, no, we're like, where are you really from? Like, no, mm. like, where are you really from? But she said, like, oh, where are your people from? It's like, whoa, then, like, well, my people, <laughs> like, my people, okay. exactly. So yeah. I feel like sometimes they they don't know how to. Word they the, think of yeah. something. They think, do you know what? The way I worded it and said it to you, this is the best way I could possibly say that. Yeah. It's mm. not racist. We still, I still don't know why that, why that gets With our, our, our backup. This is what we're talking about. It's double should, standards. Yeah. I ask everybody I meet that. It's true. What's your background? Where are you from? You can't mm. tell me England. Yeah. I'm not like, what are you talking about? You can't tell me England. Mm. Uh, everybody I bark, that's why I ask them. You can't tell me England. Mm. Why are we taking so much offense to that? No, because when you ask here yeah, in conversations, it's like, oh, like every, when someone says to me, oh, where are you from? I always say, oh, area or like, mm. you know, country. And I'll like say my, both. Um, Give me both. Wherever. Yeah, both, exactly. But sis said, where are you from? I don't know what the woman said. Mm. They said, no, but where are you really from? She said, yeah. Here, yeah. so no, but where you? No, but I'm she sorry. Like, no, but let's be for real. No, but yeah. no, let's be honest. <laughs> where you really from? No, but let's but be honest. I'm sorry. Though. The black woman at some point, you must have known what she was really trying to ask you. Yeah, she wasn't Why she keep saying England? You know, yeah. sis, mm-hmm. what she was. What no, but let's talk about in terms of like the back up because I'll be honest with you. Yeah, that situation. I can get it because I don't know what the energy and the atmosphere was like when she walked into the palace. Mm, okay. I don't know true. how was it treated. That's they true. might, she might have, they might have treated as as if she saw, um, she stuck out like a sore thumb already. Mm. So this is what we're talking about—the combativeness. Where, mm-hmm. where are you really from? You guys have been treating me since I got here, and I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. That's their bag. Do you get me? So, but is that them overcompensating? So now I actually feel like you, I'm different. If that makes sense, like mm. they treat you in maybe a kinder way yeah. than they would the rest of the people. So now you actually feel like, mm, am I being singled out? And then the questions now come. Because I feel like sometimes white people mm. can overcompensate to the point where now yeah. you start to feel like... like I'm really st- sticking out here like a yeah. sort of fam. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think it could, it could be that as well. But I think what also did not help with that situation was all the PR with the whole Megan and how dark is the baby going to be yeah, and all that yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's getting... Yeah. So I feel like anybody... Because if I went to Buckingham Palace tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm going to think, yep, yeah, go on, start some shit, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so your miss, back would already be up. If, if they if they want to come and they're like, eh, eh, I'm like, here we go. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Here's something. Megan told me. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, your back yeah. is already going to be up. Do you yeah. get what I mean? So I do mm-hmm. think that all of that didn't add to it. Mm-hmm. But I do also think that... I've met people... I've met black people, black mm-hmm. African people, yeah, who I'm like, oh, where are you from? Like, oh, I'm, I'm British. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's great. <laughs> like, culturally, yeah. where you're from, and they're, they're sticking to the fact they're British. And I said, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. All the I'm rest of you have this one. Okay. I'm going to let you have yeah. this. I think for her for her to keep pushing the matter, mm-hmm. if so much of them from here, what's your yeah, own? Yeah, it's true. She should have stopped at a point. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But she asked her that five times, ma'am. I'm yeah. said I'm from here. She's in her Ankara and everything, but I'm, I'm British. <laughs> 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 
said. I feel like she was looking at her like, I dare you. No, mm. I dare you. That's what you mean with us. That's really what you want to dance, bitch? Go on. Oh, gosh. She's just doing, man. She needs yeah. exactly what she needs. She ain't got in a two-piece suit. Oh, gosh. Do you guys you funny feel day. like there's certain questions white people just can't ask? Or as as, th- as mm. Esther said, I, I don't think... every You don't need to know everything. Like... Yeah. Okay. Do you know, I, mean, do you know I, I think it comes down to it as well. It's home training, you know. Mm. home training do with that what you will but the idea that you see like I was actually raised that it's not everything that you see you mm. point out mm-hmm. it's not everything do you know what I'm saying? if I see someone that looks different to me someone that for example like has someone has a disability I'm not pointing it out mm. because again it's not everything that your mouth has to open and, and say true? so yeah. some things that just let it slide like yes I had a curly wig today like someone I, I, some people yeah because I can see how ignorant you are I, I have time mm. so I really let you know this is my real hair I, yeah I got a haircut <laughs> when I left work yesterday, I quickly went to Tony and Guy and I got this, the straight texture I came in with. Yeah, tomorrow, today, today's deep wave. Yeah, I can do that. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm. I will play in your ignorance, but I do think, there are, I can't think of, at, at the moment, I can't think of anything on the spot, mm-hmm. but there are certain things I feel like you shouldn't ask. Are there certain assumptions that you feel like, because a lot of the time we may hear something like, even, even like the whole mm-hmm. Lady Hussey um, conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Where there was an assumption she's not from Britain, right? It made perfect sense to me. Right? No, <laughs> sorry, who's Lady Hussey? Sorry, the the one that was the asking queen, the, the um the, the queen's bestie, the, the queen's friend. Oh, okay, I okay, say okay, where you're okay. From, yeah. okay. Yeah, like for example, Even say name, uh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Hussey is a cold name. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you Hussey. <laughs> but certain assumptions, yeah, we kind of would obviously take offense to. You. So let's just say someone is having having a conversation with you or whatever, and assumes you're from a council estate. A lot of the time you'll hear them think, oh, why, why, why though? This is racism. Da, 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 this and that. Mm. But is it really? When a lot of us here. are. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Is, it, is it racist to say, oh, you know, um, single parent household? A lot of us are. Mm. Are these things racist or just based on facts? Facts that it's most probable that you, you are from but those you know type of backgrounds? They don't know the stats. How do you know that though, Esther? I know they don't know. Why? Let me give you an example. So when I came to this country, so I came, I went straight to year nine, right? Okay. And I remember I had a maths teacher and my first day with her, she asked if I could speak English. Okay. Wow. This little heifer mm. weren't even from here. Her English was not good. <laughs> and she looked at me, she's like, can you speak English? Mm. I said, yeah, I can. Can you? Like, like what mm. kind of stupid question is that? Do you get what I mean? And I remember even some of that, the white girls asked me like, if um, in Africa, because I, obviously I said I'm Nigerian, but I said in Africa, like, so, like, are there, like, elephants and stuff around and, like, lines? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, like, when you're waiting to cross the road, just have a line right next to you. It's crazy. I was like, yeah, that's, like, that's how we live. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that kind of stuff is off stuff that they've seen. Because mm-hmm. even when you think about the ads and stuff that they see, yeah. They ain't white people. That's everybody. Ignorance. Yeah. Because I You had lions and that. Monkeys and that. In <laughs> the jungle. I thought you had monkeys in the sweet shop. Is there internet now? Like, I thought you man. I didn't, man. What's I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But I think, I think, where, I that, I think where that comes from, because I, I was gonna say next. I think where that comes from is when you see the ads and stuff, and it's like mud houses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Surely you, and this again, I said, googling banana crumble, Google this shit too, mm-hmm. because you can't possibly assume that everyone lives in mud huts and stuff back in Africa. Why? Yes, is what. Sh- yeah, but yes, is what show, you show to you. You can. Mm-hmm. You can. No, but you, 
The thing is, yeah, you can't because you have the facilities, you have the resources to find out whether that's that's facts or not. Yep. So, and so, that for me, that's ignorance. Do you know what? I recently went to Jamaica. Mm. I didn't know Jamaica was a third world country. Mm. Do you know why? Why? Because of what they show me on the telly. Mm. What did they show you on the telly? Just beaches and... Beaches and this and that. And I, didn't, again, I didn't know Jamaica was a third world country. Mm. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. I didn't know. I did because again, I because it's research. not. Yeah, cool. But it's not something... That, I'm not thinking about Jamaica like that. So I'm not going to yeah. research it. Mm. And I I was like, okay, raw. Like, I did it. So it's, it's just Africa you want to perceive as... As that, yeah. As oh, that. Yeah, 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 okay, do you sure. get what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. To be fair, I think... I, think to, I do think that growing up in Nigeria, my mindset is different. Mm-hmm. To anyone who grew up here, because yeah. I'm very aware Africa is not the only suffering continent. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, 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 of down course. Back. <laughs> yeah. You get me? So I'm very aware of that. I think because of that, I have more of a mind that will research things. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. I don't. I'm very aware that it's just. I think because I've seen because I've always seen Africa portrayed in a bad light, mm-hmm. and I'm aware of what the reality is. Yeah. Whenever I hear something bad about another country. Even if it's good, I don't take it as gospel. Mm-hmm. Do you get I me? Mean? Like yeah, the homelessness in LA is mad. They paint LA as this lovely place and blah, blah. The homeless yeah. people are down bad there. Mm-hmm. The poverty mm-hmm. there is wild. Do you get yeah. me? So whenever I ever hear information about any people or any place, I don't, I never take it as gospel. Mm. But I think it's because I've seen how they've done Africa in the media. There you mm. go. So I'm like, nah, I'm going to go and find out myself kind mm. of thing. I know for a fact that my mindset is not a, like, maturing into an adult you get me trying mm. to say like turning mm. growing up into a young man and then realizing that like africa's a, yeah africa's a place just a continent just like, every, like every other place there's nice yeah. places where, yeah. where, where you get what i say that like, my mindset wouldn't really think that growing up say like as a teenager yeah. or whatever not from being from african culture or whatever it's just the stuff that's that put in front that of you, you. Yeah. Yeah. shit that you see you get what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. like i'm not mm-hmm. thinking i don't i'm not thinking it's all built up and mm. and, and lit over there yeah i don't know no better what do i know mm-hmm. mm. yeah very true do you feel like, last last kind of question, yeah, to kind of generalise, yeah. Do you feel like, because again, we spoke about being combative, even though it's justified, right, mm-hmm. at certain times. Sometimes, do you, yeah. Do, do you feel as though it's okay for, a, let's, just say a, let's just say the majority of black people said, you know what, I'm done talking to white people about race. We can talk about everything else. Mm-hmm. But race, to, in 2023, you should know better, mm-hmm. right? I'm done talking about this. Do you think that's... Un- an okay approach to certain things if we genuinely want um, better race relations in the country? Or do you feel like we have to kind of be like, look guys, if we want better for ourselves, it may be tough, but let's just, let's just, you know, put our guard down. I think all of us can't say that we're not doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm not doing though. (laughs) Okay, cool. But I think all of us, that's because I know that there are people who do it. Mm -hmm. So I I know that that is a, um, not benefit, what's another word for benefit? It's a privilege okay. because I know that other people are doing the work, if that makes sense. Mm. But I do think that everyone has, there's, everyone's got their strengths in it. Yeah. Me educating, I don't, I don't care to educate. If it's mm. like my closest circle, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not the um, call out Piers Morgan and call out this person. Yeah. I can't, I can't take that on. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I think it will be, I, I think to answer your question, mm-hmm. we will be in a bad place if nobody's doing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we'll, how would we have progression? We'd have to just do things ourselves where mm-hmm. it's then, we don't have to rely, we don't have to rely on them to see us as equal because we already, we're flourishing. Do, do you feel like, I mean, just to kind of make the question a bit more uh, specific here, mm-hmm. do you feel like it, it matters in some circles over others? I'll give you an example, like for example, in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time in certain, uh, certain uh, establishments, 
having a conversation about race makes white people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, it's, it's all equal here. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. We don't see color. We don't mm -hmm. see color. We, we know everyone's lying about it, mm -hmm. right? Cool. Mm. Do you feel like if we gave up there, that does us more um, harm? Yeah. Yeah. So we all need to basically... We ain't getting promotions or nothing. Yeah. So, so mm. that fight needs to be there, basically. Yeah. So at work, I don't mind doing it at work. Okay. But even then, actually, no, I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. Because Black History Month, I don't get involved. Mm. I, I don't have time for that. But if it's like smaller conversations with like one-on-one -on -one with a couple of colleagues or like a few colleagues or whatever, mm -hmm. I can let you know why it is that what you said is offensive or why mm -hmm. it is that mm -hmm. I can let, I can educate you then. Yeah. But I'm not going to, because that's the thing with work as well. It gets draining mm -hmm. because now you're now that token black person. You're now the, you're the face mm -hmm. of urban di diversity mm -hmm. in the office now. Do you get what I mean? So mm -hmm. where, and the, the issue with that as well is that people don't like Caucasian, non-blacks mm -hmm. don't feel the need to, to be proactive in, in learning Mm -hmm. Because oh no, it's fine. Esther will just teach us. Esther mm -hmm. will just tell us. Do you get what I mean? And I think laziness comes into that. So I think that it has to be a good balance. Where yes, black people in sp in whatever spaces they are will tell you. Mm -hmm. However, the onus is still on you to learn because this is society you live in. Do you get what I mean? Okay. But, but I think people they get really lazy very quickly. Okay, but a lot of people, in fact, I I would hazard a guess that most black people who've had these mm -hmm. conversations feel like they've come up short dealing with white people who are mm -hmm. just there to basically say, look, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, um, you know the lady, has Brent got the book here? Yes. Uh, Reni Adeologia, who's got a book, basically, Why, why I'm Done Talking yes. About Race. I love people. when I see black people reading on the train, the white people look <laughs> so squirmish. I love it. There you go. And she basically it. said that, like, with time, she, she had a friend who she actually genuinely believes, a white person, a white mm -hmm. woman, she genuinely believes that this white person is actually a, a, about anti-race... Um, Movement. The stuff, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. That this person's actually for black people now, right? Mm -hmm. But she basically said, that this white person confessed and said, the reason why I was so combative or, or not willing to accept that race existed is because to some degree, I had an ego. Mm -hmm. And also because it somewhat, it somewhat indicts me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if white people kind of feel like they're part of the problem, and also there's ego, because we're human beings, we're all ego. Mm -hmm. At what point did we say, you know, I'm done with this? Because again, the same black woman said, I'm done with it. She tried. She tried even in feminist circles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There was White a divide. Feminists are the worst. There you go. <laughs> so in, in different Gosh. movements, in different movements, in different establishments, yeah. it exists. Yeah. Are we still going to keep saying, you know what, let's keep having this conversation? Would it be fruitful? It gets tiring, you know. And that's why I really rate, I really rate people like Kalechi. <laughs> like I rate them highly because it gets Tyrant, especially like that, that person who admitted to the, the author yeah. that, you know, what well, my ego and I don't want to take accountability, blah, blah. Yeah. That's not, the majority of people don't, don't get to that point of admitting that. There you go. So you're just teaching people who are unwilling to learn and you're just, and they just see you as a fighter. Like a lot of people see Kelechi as a fighter. Yeah. Even though what Sis is doing is actually helping the black community. Do you get what I mean? It's, it's draining. I get I, when people tap out, I get it. Because yeah. it is draining. Like, there's only so much you can actually explain to people. Yeah. No, but I do think that... Sorry, babe. I, no, I do no. think that white people, if you want to know more, you can. Because there's a lot of white women. Mm. Heck, I'm going to say it. Rachel Dolezal. Mm. Our, our, our black fishing <laughs> sis. She wanted to learn. Yeah. And she used her whiteness for good. I know she was mm. black fishing and everything. Mm. But she actually used the, the black fishing for good. If you oh. want to learn about something, you want to know more, you absolutely, absolutely 100% can. Mm. But the, but the issue is that they don't because again, it's not it's not their problem. It's mm. not a problem that they don't. If they're not racist, if they don't, haven't called you an N word, they're not racist. 
and they don't care to understand how it is that yes, I don't face racism with you, Stacy. Sorry, Stacy. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not black, Stacy. We get me like I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, face yeah. um um what's it called? I don't face um racism with you, Sharon. Mm-hmm. But when I like outside of my relationship with you, I'm hit with that, mm. and they don't care enough to know what the reality of your life is. They're in their bubble, and mm. that's it. Mm. And I think if you want, if you want, if you really wanted to know about the people that you live around and you wanted to know what their struggles are, you would. Mm. You really would. I think in terms of like black people just giving up and saying, Do you know what, I'm done. I think you just have to know why you're trying to educate the white yeah. people. Because if you stop, your children are probably going to get it hard. Like, do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like you have to look at the bigger picture. Not everyone can. It's yeah. not for everyone. Not everyone's made to be the person to hold the light and the torch yeah. and whatever. But, you know, if you can, then do it for well, the bigger can, picture. Yeah. It's going to be, as you said, it's going to be draining. It's going to be all of that. Long but you have to look at why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, and that's like, I don't feel what's... like I felt like I used up feel because I probably wasn't, I probably didn't grow up the same way of use up. So the pressures that use up might feel, the conversations that you are having are things that I'm not having. I don't have these pressures. Even that like stuff for like race and stuff like that, I don't feel no effect mm-hmm. from, yeah. I don't feel like nobody can influence me mm-hmm. or can control my life. Or, I understand there's systematic stuff like that, but there's yeah. nobody that... I don't have to deal with people like that now. I've marched to the beat of my own drum. I've always done it my whole life. I grew up in the streets. I yeah. never worked. I never grew up in them establishments. I, mm-hmm. After school, I never went further education mm-hmm. or none of these stuff. So I didn't have these constructs or these... Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. user's mindset is different to mine. I don't mm-hmm. feel the power of like yeah. white people over me. Yeah. And yeah. Rare, rare. I do the fuck I want. Yeah. Whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Whenever I want. Yeah. And there's no one... And these, people, these white people can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a bit similar to Margs, and mm-hmm. I've said it before. I haven't really, from what I know, mm-hmm. I haven't really experienced racism like that. Mm. The only one, and I can remember this one time, mm. I was, it was maybe, it must have been like maybe six years ago or something. And it was when summer was, the sun was booming and I was at the train station and I went to go and sit in that, those little huts, ports or whatever. Yeah. And there was this Irish guy and he was like, you must be used to the heat by now. Mm. <laughs> and I, I just looked at like, him, yeah, and mm. I actually started because things like that make me laugh. Mm. Yeah. And I was just like, you're so dumb. Like, mm. yeah. I just that's laughed. Why I'm, that's why I'm in the coat. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed at it because I'm just like, you're obviously just the idiot. Like, yeah, that, again, that's ignorant. You're just ignorant. You're just ignorant. But in terms of like, as, as Mark said, it's obviously there's Thank institutional you. whatever, mm-hmm. cool. But on a day to day, all mm. of that stuff, as I said, from what I know, it may yeah. happen. You know, and I don't know about it, but from what I've known and experienced, yeah. I haven't really experienced racism mm. like that. Yeah, I think my, my experience is definitely different because, like, I grew up in Nigeria and then I moved here. I lived in a white area, went to a white school. So it's, it was very, it's, it's, I honestly, that's why I think that's probably one of the reasons why I'm drained because it's just like, it was constant, like, explanations and blah, blah. And there were, like, other black girls in my school, but I think in my year, the younger years, I think three years younger than me, is when you could then see that there was more black students. Mm. But in my year, you could definitely you could count the mm. number of black, and I went to only um, a girls' school. You could count the number of black girls mm-hmm. that there were. So even like racism from teachers, institutional, like I've experienced all of that. When it comes to like, like just not thinking I was smart enough, and someone asked if I could speak English, like mm. in so many subtle, subtle ways. And when I look back now as an adult, there was stuff that people say that made me feel uncomfortable. And when I get home. My mom would be really annoyed about it because my mom obviously saw it from adult eyes and knew mm-hmm. that yeah, that's racism. I remember one time, the thing I wanted to do, and this teacher was like really horrible to me. I literally went home crying mm-hmm. 
Mm. My mum wrote a letter. The man quit the next day. Mm. It was crazy. And even when I was going to apply to uni, my because my grades were good. Like, my grades were good. Mm. And the teacher basically was like, mm, you might want to look like lower down on the... Because they're not from a single parent house with that, mm. but you might want to look lower down on the, you know, on the thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to say that because my grade, the uni I wanted to go to, yeah. my grades are like it's good for yeah. that. And I remember my teacher, my mom again, when I told her about that, she again, obviously from adult eyes, can see what it was that they're trying to imply. My mom wrote a letter and was like, I know that you think, you know, we should be on plantations and you know, um harvesting sugarcane and blah blah. My mom was like, No, this is where I work, this is what I do, yeah. this is the family history, this is the kind of people that we have. My brother went to Cambridge. Do you know what I mean mm. that she had to do all of that stuff? Mm. For them to fi- for them to understand that she that this child of yeah, mine that yeah. I've entrusted with you, who's a teacher, is meant to pull up pull her up, is not from some background that you think that she's not worthy of being. She's, she's yeah. in a space that she's worthy and she's worked hard to kind of be in. Mm-hmm. And again, from obviously when I was younger, I'm just like, oh, my mom's sticking up for me and blah blah. But as an adult now, mm. there's so much stuff. Even like to the point where like in six months you wear your own clothes. Mm. I would wear, when I tell you the exact same thing as when we got it from we both got it from H and M. But I'll be pulled up about what I'm wearing. Again, that's because I've got a figure. And the white girl is the the length of the skirt is literally the same mm-hmm. on both of us. But because I've got curves, I will be put in detention. Mm-hmm. I will be told this. I'll be told you're not following the dress code. You're gonna be you're gonna be excluded. Like there was, do you know what I mean? There was mm-hmm. so much that that's why I'm just in a point now where I'm like, I'm tired. Mm. I'm tired. Is is that I know, I know we kind of have to um, wrap up soon, yeah, yeah. but is, th- is that kind of why people like to make the distinction between racism and prejudice? Because mm. you could be in a, in a particular society, right? Yeah. And feel the pressures of white supremacy, for example, mm-hmm. without white people within that society actually saying anything to yeah, you. Yeah, antagonizing you, yeah. And that's real. That, that mm-hmm. stops you. There's a, there's a real glass ceiling there. Mm-hmm. You feel it. Yeah. But black people, we can talk all, all that we want and say certain things about white people, this, that, and the third. Nothing really affects them in life like that. Yeah. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of time we're like, oh, racism, da, da, da. And we think it's semantics, right? Mm. But is that why the, that real divide is there? Because racism, the, the ism obviously denotes a system at play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't have, ne- we don't have a we system We have no power to do any, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree with that. I think that, is, I think that is a thing. I think because that's why, Racism like, ain't for everybody. Racism is just for like minorities. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, white mm. people's not going to... White people, like it's just, it's, that's the construct yeah, the system that's created by yeah. white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the majority, yeah. it's gonna yeah. be false, so they're, mm-hmm. not, they're not gonna feel it. You know what I'm trying to say? That's yeah, why there's no word. Good. That's why there's no word like nigger that you can say to a white person that's gonna offend mm-hmm. them like that. Or, but there's no word that you can say. Obviously, the black people get the worst of it. There's no word you can say to anybody really. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 but you know what, Esther? You said you touched on something real because yeah. when I used to work in my office. Is that, a, is that someone no, Okay. Yeah. When I used to work in my office, yeah. I actually used to feel really uncomfortable when, like, for example, in summertime, mm. you wear the dresses. That's a real mm. thing. And yeah. you get the stairs. Yep. Mm. And I felt very uncomfortable. Yep. That's, that not I, that's not the office. No one told you to be so buff. <laughs> you get the stairs you get yeah, the, you get the women you, you get the there? women just looking at like sometimes I'll be in the kitchen they and I'm making my <laughs> no HR would have been calling me <laughs> up <laughs> oh, they would have been getting in trouble <laughs> I'm making my tea or whatever and I turn back and the woman like she's just yeah yeah she's and looks away yeah yeah mm. and I felt there. very uncomfortable and because very. I was the only black woman there mm. and then I have a bum on top of it mm-hmm. I used to cover myself. I used to, yeah, yeah. I used to wear like flowy things. I used things. to be hot in the summertime, yes. like sweating. Mm. I used to be wearing flowy things, like yeah. things that nothing that's figure hugging. Yeah, not a damn like thing. you, you actually have that in, yeah. like you bear that in mind when you're yeah. 
especially when you're the only black person mm. in your workplace, you're just like, okay. Do you know what's weird as well? Because if I like, say I wear like, even like a midi dress, that's like a bodycon, like office kind of dress, yeah. If I say I'm not wearing tights with it, I feel exposed. Like I feel like it's just like the skin and it's like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And then when I'm wearing tights, for some reason, it's like, okay, like, it's all right now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's weird. But no. I, I used to I dress like, like a granny for work. Like, oh, hot, you know. Seriously. I'm <laughs> 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 in a cardigan in the office. Are you kidding? I'm hot. <laughs> yeah. I used to be very right. selective. Because even, even the baggy stuff yeah. can even emphasize things more. Yeah. So you have to be very selective with mm-hmm. the type of thing. Especially if you've got, like, people, ex- external people coming in mm. you have to be very like mm. but I don't think white people have to think about that they don't they don't because I see what they wear they yeah. don't <laughs> good morning caller don't care oh, oh shit morning caller is hello. it us with the signal because this keeps happening good morning caller hello How's your foot? are you here it's probably hanging out you had the mail in enough long call back it's call me. back please that was an iconic time actually mm. but no man yeah it's um it's a real thing, man. It's crazy. Mm. You have to think. You actually have to think. Put so much thought you into do. stuff. It's draining. Mm-hmm. I just want to exist. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Then work trousers. Big up work trousers as well. Don't you wear them work trousers? The long. Marks do you know allow me. <laughs> <laughs> you you got Get them already. Allow me. <laughs> hey, see them trousers. The trousers. <laughs> <laughs> you know the trousers I'm talking, innit? The, huh? Marks, Marks. Come Good on, morning. man. <laughs> Morning, we've got a caller. Please be there. We can't hear you. <laughs> is it us? No, it's not us. God damn it. Never mind. Send a voice now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll move on. All right, thank you very much. Let's get into our next headlines. Is it headlines? It is indeed. All right, okay. Oh. All right, so an Israeli dis- disinformation specialist. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, they want to get their shit off. All try right. again, let they, it go. Let's give them a try. Hello, good morning. No, they're no, bad, working. man. Mm. Sorry. Told you a voice now. All right, so an Israeli disinformation specialist hired to run covert dirty tricks campaigns in African elections hacked political advisors close to Kenya's president, William Ruto in the run-up to last year's election, an investigation can reveal. The interference did not prevent Ruto winning the poll, nor the peaceful transfer of power in, in Kenya, but a revelation highlights the growing risks posed by the involvement of bad actors and paid operatives in the relatively new democratic systems and institutions across Africa. Tal Hanan, who is the self-described chairman of Team George, is an Israeli operation, um, sorry, Team George is an Israeli operation run by an industrial park run from an industrial park 20 miles north of Tel Aviv. And he boasted to undercover reporters that he was able to disrupt elections through black ops and disinformation services. Days before Kenya's 2022 election, he gave a demonstration of his capabilities, showing how he could use hacking techniques to infiltrate the messages of political advisors. Hanan's operations were exposed on Wednesday by The Guardian and an international consortium of reporters led by the French nonprofit Forbidden Stories. In a statement about the investigation, Hanan said, I deny any wrongdoing. But during his meetings with undercover reporters, Hanan never explicitly confirmed he had been hired to work in Kenya, and if so, who his client might be. However, when demonstrating Team George's capabilities to the journalists, who were posing as prospective clients, Hanan appeared to show them live demonstrations of hacks targeting three aides close to Ruto, who was a presidential candidate at the time. 
one involved an apparent infiltration of Gmail and the other two involved Telegram accounts. So in that in that story, apparently he actually sent messages and um, deleted it in front of them or whatever. But apparently um, the reason why it became um, apparent to everyone um, is because when he tried to delete the message, it was deleted on his end, but they actually received the message. So they're thinking like, well, what's going on here? And obviously when they, when they dug a bit more, they realized that this guy was um, infiltrating. The next headline, and this is a trigger warning here, um, and this is about a story that we spoke about last year as well, and this is about a white supremacist mass murderer whose sentence in the hearing was disrupted by an audience member rushing towards him. That particular guy, that animal there, has been jailed for life without mm. parole. Peyton Gendron, who's 19, admitted killing 10 people in a racially motivated attack at a supermarket in Buffalo in New York in May 2022, as well as domestic terrorism charges. Gendron was briefly removed from court earlier in the hearing after a victim's family member charged towards him and had to be restrained. He lunged at Gendron, who was sitting at a table with his lawyers, as Barbara Massey, whose sister was one of, the kill, one of those killed in the racist attack, delivered a victim impact statement. As Miss Massey screamed at Gendron, the man stood up and went behind her, then pushed her aside and took several running steps towards Gendron before police and lawyers caught him. Officers grabbed Gendron and rushed him out of the courtroom as the man who's, who ran at him was surrounded by police and later led out. Prosecutors later said that the man would not be charged. It came after a day of, of emotional testimony in court with several of the relatives of those killed giving impact statements. Gendron, the 19-year-old who, who did this uh, mass murder, followed up with an apology to those impacted by his actions, telling the court, I'm very sorry for all of the pain I forced all of the victims and their families to suffer through. I cannot express how much regret, how much I regret all the decisions I had made leading up to, the, leading up to my actions on May 14th. I did a terrible thing that day. I shot and killed people because they were black. The attack last May was live streamed on Twitch, which is a social media platform, after Gendron posted a racist manifesto online, which outlined his inspirations from other racially motivated attacks. The court said he targeted a supermarket in a black neighborhood of Buffalo, which is 200 miles away from his home, with the intention to kill as many black people as possible with an assault weapon. The victims were aged between 20 and 86 and included staff and customers. He still faces 27 federal charges of which lawyers are seeking a plea deal to avoid a possible death sentence. And Gendron's sentencing comes days after the latest high-profile mass shooting in the U.S. in Michigan, which we also spoke about, which saw three people killed and five others injured. And that's the end of the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into Word on Road. Yeah. Talk about that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, lovely. So, um, Faye and Teddy, if anyone cares, Faye and Teddy from, <laughs> and that's that's reflects everyone's everyone's um, <laughs> mood about it. But Faye and Teddy have broken up. Oh, people are very sad about it. No one is sad about that. He's not free. He's, his car day is not going to be. Nah, no one cares. Reinstated yeah, his anyway. Car's not reinstated. His car's not being reinstated. He's done. He, that, he's done. He he's chose. Done. He picked a side, yeah. Yeah. and he's going to have to stay there. Mm. I don't care. Yeah, yeah like I literally don't don't care. Like so, we we literally saw her treat you like a, yeah, for real. like the biggest Asia and you continue to stay there. And you defended That's her. That was what yeah, yeah. you actually defended. You actually told us to shut up. Yeah. And <laughs> let you enjoy your love. Mm. Well, as a white love worked out for you now, yeah. mate. Yeah, you but go. basically there was rumors about them breaking up a while ago. Like like a two like yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. And then he came out and said, Everything you have been reading in the press is false. I have had nothing but love and respect for Faye since we first met. 
I do not wish to comment on rumours speculating our relationship and ask for you to respect our privacy at this time. Love, Teddy X. And people are like, if... So you guys are definitely done then because respect your privacy about what? But then she, you know, fate with her big mouth, came out anyway yesterday to then officially say that they're not together. Mm -hmm. And she said, I wanted to let you know that after lots of time and consideration, Teddy and I have decided to go our separate ways. Thank you all so much for supporting our relationship and sharing the journey with us. I'm forever grateful. Lots of love. Faye and Bonnie. I guess he's Bonnie. Maybe that's a dog. I don't I know. I thought that was the dog because she had the dog yeah, in the background. Yeah, she had the dog in the background, didn't it? I was like, that's... So I don't know if that's the dog. That's, that's the messaging right there. She doesn't even rate. Like, she doesn't rate. You need to sign out for the last time really as Faye and Teddy. Uh... It's, yeah, that's true. Because you didn't call him Bonnie in the, in the paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. And then also I found out, I saw a clip here. Of T.J. Moses, you know, T.J. Moses, um, mm -hmm. Be Your Girl. Yep. Did you know that was about Nas? Yeah, I've heard that. that yeah. Was it? It's about Nas. Interesting. Yeah, because apparently there was, okay, so she she had a show and she was basically talking about the song. And she said, mm -hmm. yeah, it was about Nas. I just wanted to be his girl and blah, 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 blah. That song is such a pick me. I'm dying for it. Song. <laughs> but yeah, so she mentioned it was about Nas and stuff. And... Um, then I was reading the comments and then someone was saying how apparently this is why her and Khalees oh. did not get on because apparently okay. Khalees knew the song was about Nas and she didn't rate it and she, in a way, because obviously Khalees was like, you know, people then, back then. But apparently she was the one who badmouthed her in the, in, in the industry and that's why TJ Moses never really yeah, but went as far. When the song came out, Khalees went with Nas. I don't even know. Mm. She might have been. Really? The song can't be that old. What, Be Your Girl? Yeah. yeah it's old. I know it's old. Like, I remember it, was it like uni time, I remember, but really? Were they together? I don't know when it came out. Khalees and Nas together? They, might, yeah. they might have been, you know. I feel like yeah. it's been a minute since they broke up. It came out. Okay, that's helpful. It doesn't show up. Yeah, I don't know when it came out. It's not showing sure up for me. Let me see. But yeah, so apparently, to... yeah, there was... um. Mm. So apparently that, that's why Khalees doesn't really mess with her at all. But I thought that's so interesting. So she must have known she was... This. If Khalees was... 2018. With 2018? Yeah. No, it, it came didn't. out. No. It couldn't have been. Oh, no. 2004. 2004. Oh. 2018? Is this a remix? Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, there's, there's a remix. There's a remix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2004. In 2004. Yeah. I, think, I think Nas was with her them times, you know? Yeah, it would have been, yeah. man. Them times, the milkshake okay. was still bringing the boys to the yard. 2004. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Brent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so she must have known she was a side piece then yeah mm. the fact listen the fact that you've even started the song is don't know if you've got a girl that's rude first because of all you, you know, know. That, right? <laughs> you know but you damn sure. well that i got a girl <laughs> nah it's crazy man but back mm. then do you know what they don't make r&b like that no more you know the guys used to beg the women for the are, girls the women the are weak no. Are you okay? No, the R&B, the women were strong. The queens were strong in R&B. The message that they were oh, pushing yeah, out, yeah. they just wanted their man Can, you know what by a said hook you, or by a crook. If you're out of the club, yeah. don't think I'm not. Wow. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, I'm doing times too. Yeah. But strength. then back then, the boys, the guys were the ones who were dying for it. Mm. Yeah, the guys, so, but the I don't want to know. The guys were That's down bad as well. Mm. No, that was. I don't want to know if you're playing me. That was yeah. just Mario Winans. That yeah, was like in the yeah. early 2000s. He tried to he tried to switch the trend. They yeah. weren't. Tyrese and Joe and them were begging too. Yeah, they were begging still. All the boys are begging. Joe don't beg. Joe, um, you gotta listen to Joe's lyrics. Joe's oh, a, no, 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 Joe's no, no, no. Man. Joe was saying leave him. Yeah. I'll do everything your man ain't doing. Joe, Joe don't beg. Joe don't beg. <laughs> Joe said he, he is where you want to be. Yeah, Joe mm. don't Joe don't play. 
Okay, Actually, yeah, yeah. Enough. Joey, yeah, yeah. Joey was he was doing Mackey Man. I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> when I was crazy, I thought that's so interesting. But it's weird though how if it is a case where, you know, um what's her name? Khalees did, you know, say whatever she said in the industry and whatever and go ahead blackboard, that is quite sad. But can't be crushing people's men, man. Mm. Especially people yeah, people's men, you can't be doing that. Don't you think it's weird? I was listening to Renaissance, I thought I might as well listen to it. Now I've got a ticket to the show. Yes, Beehive, I am one of those people. I got a ticket without listening to it. <laughs> Fight me. But don't you think it's weird, like, how it's bad vibes how Beyonce, Khalees complained about not being paid for the sample. Mm-hmm. And she just took it off then. She said, all right then. Like, she, she took it off. Obviously, I don't know the politics behind it. Yeah. Mm. But it doesn't look good. As well, on who? Does, Beyonce? Yeah, because you, you do female empowerment. You do for the girls all the time. And then when someone calls you, and she always dots all, the, all her eyes and crosses the T's. And then someone calls you out and you said, okay, well, you're not going to get paid at all. I think that's so mean. It maybe depends on how she was called out. And also no. she might have thought, you know what, let me put her in there to kind of big her up, kind of. No, I don't bring me up in money. Because one thing, Beyonce credits anybody. Like if mm. any, every single person, if you're a cleaner and you say, <laughs> no, change, you won't break my heart to break my soul. Mm. You're getting credit. Mm. How much more for you to sample her, like clearly mm-hmm. the whole track. And then she calls you out on him and saying, like, no one said anything to me. Mm. And you're like, all right, then. I'll take you off then. And as she said, Beyonce is the type of person, she crosses her T's and dots her eyes. Yeah. Why did she not know that that was a... Did she, or did she not know? Did she not care? Why did she not make sure Khalees mm. got yeah. her... But well, apparently, though, there was, a, there was a whole thing about Khalees not even being the one who gets paid say, from that. I was about to say, something to do with It was yeah. the producer. Yeah. The, yeah. Maybe she the, kind of did It would have been done. The label would have went through Actually, that. Do you know like, what? You get what I'm trying to say? Like, Khalees don't even own her own... Yeah. Chris don't probably have an owner stuff like that somebody that, you get what I'm saying I understand yeah. Yeah, most times whoever makes the beat that, she's just trying like, to make a scene man why would anybody was... have to call her or say anything to her to, to... shut up man. actually when I think mm. about it now though Beyonce is still female empowerment because basically yeah, her taking it away because basically Khalees then called out the people who cheated her mm-hmm. out of getting paid for that song okay so, so then so if she carried on stopping their money yeah. yeah so she Beyonce basically stopped their money oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay well we got Beyonce then yeah, yeah. fair enough then that's cool they do Fair dues. Fair dues. Fair dues. Um, and then what broke the internet yesterday was Rihanna on the cover of Vogue with her beautiful baby and um, her boyfriend. Yeah. Did you guys see the picture? <laughs> Rihanna and her baby mum. Did mom. you see the picture? Oh. Yeah, Rihanna, yeah, Rihanna and her baby mum. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> that that picture rattled. I feel like it rattled a lot of men mm. because I was sent it and I was like, this. someone said, this is mad emasculating. Mm. Because she was the leader, yeah, and he was, and the he was doing babysitting in the background, yep, and he, she was kind of and like the hand placement as well, like, yeah, she, she was holding her ha- his hand or her mm. hand, leading. But I just, but you know, at the I same time, it. I said, Ace, don't seem like he don't seem like mm. that guy anyway. Yeah, yeah, Ace, ain't that you? Because he's that just, alternative just... kind of. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Is. Do you see That's him on the video of him at the Super Bowl? It's just because it's ASAP. If it was, if you switched that and it was Beyonce and Jay Z with the babies, mm. Jay Z is not, it's Jay Z. Yeah, because yeah. we know Jay Z. You know what I'm trying to say? It's not going to be it's exactly. No, people, no, people, yeah. people really do that though. Do what? Don't you see, like, when there's clips of Beyonce and Jay Z and stuff, and people are like, oh, here's, um, <laughs> here's Beyonce with a fan. The only thing I don't like But at the same time, Rihanna is the main My character. Rihanna's topless in her waistcoat and all that. I think this is his fault. This she's is not like... No, she's the main character. This is his yeah. fault. This ain't about Rihanna. That's, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. True, she's the main character. She's the reason why he's on there. I love Donnie's this, topless this in a leather man. waistcoat, man. Like, this ain't got nothing to do with Rihanna, man. He brought all these problems on himself, man. <laughs> like, he could have been there calm if he wanted to, man. Like, what are we talking about? And he does seem a bit 
feminine. Like, even in, like, just look it. Well, he's always been like that, though. Yeah, no. He's always I been said. alternative. Like, so just... I, I actually think he's happy with how that came out and everything. And that's a real man. Any man that's happy, when you love you, when you... When your partner is shining mm-hmm. and you're there to support her, like, he looked like such a fan of her at the Super Bowl. It was so the video was so cute. Yeah. And someone was like videoing her. Since she was done, he was clapping like and yeah. I I love that. And you've seen Jay-Z do that as well with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm here for it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rihanna and, and her baby mother. I, I, yeah, I like if you're girl's Rihanna, man, and you're not and you're not Rihanna, like that's a man just that just accept your situation, if you, that makes sense. That's a man that manages his ego. Mm. And that's, that's important because if you're Rihanna, the only like, who sexy, you, to stand tall with Rihanna, you're gonna have to be. There's only there's only a yeah, couple yeah, people. Yeah. You're know yeah, gonna say that like, Drake, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. Breezy, if she gave him another chance. Oh, like, yeah. mm. <laughs> that, there's not many people that can, that, can say that? that can stand next to Rihanna like that. So if she, he, he, knows, he knows what he's doing. That's but his game. Though, I feel like guys like that year where you're with a really powerful woman, and. You like you give your woman the flower. Like, you make you support the world in letting us know that she's a powerful woman. I feel like there's a proper men, you know. Yeah, it's, I think it's very. I think it's very attractive because mm-hmm. you know to like she's doing her thing. You can give her flowers. Not it doesn't it doesn't rattle you. It doesn't rattle your yeah. ego. It doesn't rattle your worth or your value. Mm-hmm. Like you understand that yeah, like she's doing her thing, and I'm gonna support it. Okay. Black love, man. Beautiful scenes. But yeah, so she did that. And she had a whole interview with Vogue, and she talks about everything. She talks about you know. The interview was done pre-Super Bowl, so they do talk about the Super Bowl and all her rehearsals with all of that stuff. Um, and she talks about obviously being a baby, being a mum, sorry. Oof. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, I was just feminine. So. <laughs> uh, she talks about being a mum and like being a, her first child and all of that great stuff. And it looks like it was done a while ago because you can't see that she's pregnant in there. Because you know what, Super Bowl, you can see that, you can see the bump. The ed- mm. edit, edit as well. Oh, that's, that's true, that's true, actually, yeah. that. that's true, actually, yeah. But you know you said you were about to say baby mother? Yeah. What makes a person a baby mother when they're not together with a person? I think if you if you birth the baby, because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a wife and I'm going to be a baby. Because I was like, oh, she's a baby mother. Yeah, but or the mother married, of a, a mother of a child. Yeah. But I feel like even if I'm married, in the end, they try mother of a child. In the end, yeah. they try and make it like a derogatory term, and it's not. It's not. You get me? But the culture has tried to make it a bit. It has. You get me? And I just don't think it is. No, but the thing is, is how sometimes it is used in a derogatory way to them. So I can understand why some people would take offense to it, mm-hmm. but I, I carry your baby, mate. I am your baby mum. Your, I think your some, mother's baby. I think some people, some women, just don't want that label as as yeah. a baby mother because some guys don't have no intentions for them further than that, and then maybe mm. that's fair enough. That's 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 what the issue is, isn't okay, it? Yeah. And it's just like right, I'm I just like that. a. That's not the issue. Like, they have no intention anyway. But even sometimes when you are married, that's true. Do you mean that this? There's no, but I do think it is a thing of. Um, because it's been used in a negative way. Because I avoid calling people baby mums, mm-hmm. or like say like, say my my male friend, I would say like your mother's, no, your daughter's mum. Mm-hmm. I never say baby mum yeah, because it's again, the same thing. Sti- no, but it's the same thing. But there's the that stigma. stigma. I've had, I've seen girls say people. that. That's a thing for women. I've seen women say it mm-hmm. recently now. And recently, like, I don't want to be a baby mother. Like, I'm yeah, not because to be, it's, it's that I'm stigma. Not to it's be a that negative mother. stigma. Yeah, because as you said, the baby mother kind of caps. Mm. Your success your, rate, your yeah, in mm. this you've reached. That's the peak. That's the height. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far no as you're getting me. Like you can't go to the nah. six, seven, eight floor. Ain't like, no engagement rings for you. No, this yeah. Is it. This is <laughs> this is the height of your success with me. Yeah. Well, if you're accidental baby mother, I, the I, perks I, don't really get that with me. If you're if you're a choice, if you're by choice baby mom, mm. you say you're saying that your thing is capped, but that's you don't you nah, you get, you you'll be like the highest slightly. That's where you spot. Well, unless they've got like four other ones. And they like her better than you, yeah. Then they're just sister wife. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if you're the only like Nick Cannon, none of them baby, are. If you're the only baby mother <laughs> and he's even willing to be with you and like he's calm, then that's fine. Then you guys don't just go together. Real <laughs> bad. Like, but there is, a, I, I do understand why people have that the backup about it. Mm. But it's what it is, man. And also black excellence, right? So Thames, which I think I think this is amazing, right? So Thames, Burner Boy, and Rema are going to headline the NBA All Star Game 2023 halftime show. Big up Afrobeats. Mm. I think that's absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Brent. I think it's absolutely amazing. And that will be on the 19th of February for the um, NBA watchers. Is it just oh. me or does Thames give you Rihanna vibes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Can we talk about it actually? You see the way Thames poses for pictures? That's Rihanna. Listen, you know she does that look down that that um mysterious, yeah. mysterious girl. She's got a Rihanna rhythm yeah. about her, and I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I feel like if she when she does interview, if she does an interview and they ask her her biggest one of her inspirations, if she doesn't say Rihanna, I think it's rude. It will be the whole Nicki Minaj and Lil Kim thing. Because she really embodies Rihanna. Yeah. Everything she does, her style, that whole her, I don't care. Kind I don't of care. Thing. Yeah, 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 the vibe, even like the way she dances on stage, everything mm-hmm. embodies Rihanna. Yeah, I agree. And Rihanna did the look. I f- maybe Rihanna pays attention. Maybe that's why Rihanna did that look that's flo- floating around on social media um, as a meme at the moment. The Super Bowl. You know when she started her performance, she oh, looked yeah, down. Yeah, she looked down. Because that's how Tim takes pictures. And I'm like, oh, this is Rihanna. <laughs> she really gives me Rihanna vibes. Yeah, she does. Facts. But um, yeah, love to see it. And then last one, please. Oh. Um, okay, yeah, the I'm Legend featuring Will Smith and mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan. What are you guys thinking about that collab? Well, I know, I swear I've seen I Am Legend. He was like all by himself in it. Mm. Yeah. And then he found so a whole it's... Michael B. Jordan. How did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's his son. Where'd he come from? <laughs> so he had a son, a long lost son. Have, have we forgiven Will Smith, by the way? For what, boxing Chris Rock? Yeah, yeah. Slapping. Boxing sounds worse. Slapped him, man. Like, has he been forgiven? Mm. Nah, do you know what? Sorry, we I wasn't, uh, we, were, we wasn't on him. Was we on him? Yes. Yeah. What? what? Are you talking? What? Yes. He's Jada's baby mum. The way he moved. What do you mean? Forgive him? What do you mean? What, who's, why? For what? Because he boxed Chris Rock? Yes. Yeah. Because it's rude. But it's also what led to it, though, man. Because he was, he was definitely simping. He was laughing was at the, the joke. Whole, it was everything. everything. He laughed at the it joke. Everything. Yeah. Jada looked at him like, you're really going to laugh at this joke. Then and he then he's like, he looked at you weakling. Yeah, but I thought you, what, you didn't watch that Emancipation movie. No, I ain't seen that yet. You know. no. I, I, do you know what? No, as well? I, I ain't seen it. I, I t- think I put, in Hollywood I, as well. I, I pull it off for 30 seconds and I turn it off. Yeah, but, I don't want to see Will Smith like this, man. This is okay. But wait, so we were given ASAP props for bigging up for being here. Was Rihanna's yeah biggest mm. fan? Yeah. Why is Will Smith a sim? Because I'm toxic. My <laughs> 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 Because he went to go and defend his wife. Yeah, but my thing was you defending mm. your wife after the fact. You you didn't defend. I Regardless, do you know what? Sometimes yeah, it's funny. And then you have to collect and no, you, you have remember to you're going home <laughs> You have to collect remember, yourself. This is who you're sleeping with tonight. Do you know what? I think just for me, yeah, I don't like. Obviously, I don't like. I don't. I think it was out of order. I feel like Chris Rock was doing his job. Yep. And then you went and did that to him mm-hmm. when you yourself have been in situations where you were hosting stuff and you've made fun of other people mm-hmm. because now it's closer to home for you. Mm-hmm. You now you you take it out for me. That is the weak. Like I know you're trying to look like a strong man. For he me, was that's trying the to gain back his masculinity. Yeah, yeah. but that, for me, that's the weakest thing ever. I, I thought he just made himself like, like a fool. I didn't. I didn't know anybody was onto Will. I didn't know. Yeah, no, like, it, no one didn't care. No one weak. care about Will. It was weak, and it's just this is why she dated August. This is why. Can you imagine. This is why. And then this is what we can this say. But we can say about him, you know, that your wife dated August. 
Big up August He's a good black man. Yeah, but he was chopping um Robbie Maggie Robbie Marco Mark Maggie Marco Robbie. That's right. Marco. Who's that? Maggie Marco. My granddaughter from um. What's her name? Is it Margot Robbie? Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, it's Margot Robbie. There you go. Oh, cute. All right. But you know, I just think for me, I don't like when people are disrespected while doing their job. Chris Rock was doing his job. And, and this is what happens at award shows. People wrote that like, this is what happens. And then you went then you embarrassed the man, you slapped him. And then, and then after that, you didn't even stand in that. You're now calling up Chris Rock's brother, calling up Chris Rock's mum, calling up everybody in the family, calling yeah. up family meeting to help you apologise and blah, blah. And Chris Rock was like, no, don't talk to me. Yeah. And I get it because that's our job and we're comedians. That's, yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. I think it was our award. And I also think if it wasn't Chris Rock on there, I don't think he would have had that vim. I can't imagine Dwayne Johnson on that stage making a joke and he would have gone to slap. I can't even think. I can't remember. Yeah. I can't even imagine Kevin Hart's white. Being the person yeah. white, he would have gone to slap them. Definitely not. I don't even see him going to slap up Dave Chappelle. You would not. Yeah. I feel like you yeah. would not do You yeah. thought that Chris Rock was weak. Was your up. Looks about six foot eight, <laughs> <laughs> three hundred and fifty pounds. No, but you, you want to hold that against Will? No, 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 just showing it. He sized him up. He did. Because you're a bad man, isn't it? Go, go and do that. I don't even see him um, slapping Kevin Hart. You want to again? It's mm. that thing. You didn't. You didn't. You just thought he was an easy target yeah, to help wrong. prove your point of masculinity. And mm. I also think as well that in Hollywood, I feel like he's been low key blackballed. Because the films he's doing, he's out here doing slave movies. <laughs> No, well, he's working away from the top, from the, from the ground back up. Like, <laughs> do you think it's a good look for Michael B? You think it's a good look? Is it a good look for Michael B? I'll be honest, I haven't seen one. Mm. But I think anything that Michael B. Jordan does, because I only see him as doing things that's like get him just higher and higher and higher. But associating like, himself with Will Smith. That's all, yeah, is that a good look for him? Nah, am I, is, am I his brother? No, but you know, like, because he might be seen in, in a particular light by other black actors. No, but everyone has to, like, no, but. Will Smith cannot mm. be in a movie on his own. Someone has to be in there with him. Yeah, get somebody. And else. I don't think I don't think I don't think he would um he would get um slack for black mm. flack or slack black black for um being in the mm. movie with him. I really don't think so. I don't think it's not that kind of it's not like uh it's not like a Chris Brown situation. Chris okay. Brown was blackboarded. Anyone who did music with him, you were a traitor. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I also feel like Chris Brown should have had Chipmunk because Chip was actually the first person who worked with him post Dariana stuff, but that's story for another day. But yeah, so um I don't think he, I don't think he'll get I don't think. Michael B. Jordan, because I feel like he people like him. He's very likable, mm. heartbreaking all. Do you look at him any different now that like Lawrence had had her way with him and then dashed him? No, I love it. Okay. I love the fact that he was at that NBA. He did say though that um, that wasn't because he was crying because of the situation. <laughs> it was he had an interview and he said that it, that was his first public appearance since the breakup. But also he was very heated in the game. Okay. <laughs> and your eyes were red and there was water <laughs> okay but I like it I feel like it shows me knowing that he's heartbroken from it I'm very attracted to that I love a guy that who feels you're his emotions you're toxic innit we're talking about Michael B. Jordan no that's not toxic I feel like very progressive you're, you're mm. attracted to a heartbroken man no first of all that's broken That's a, that makes me a broken person yeah, but you said that he's attracted that he's heart like you like no, that he's I like the fact that he was vulnerable I like the fact that he was open about no that hurt me like that breakup did hurt me I mm -hmm. like that not the guys that we Doing shoulder to shoulder, whatever heartbreak that happened in year seven. And then what? 50 years later, they're still breaking God's hearts over it. I like a guy that's vulnerable. I like a guy that's in tune with his emotions. Mm. I respect him more. I think he's more attractive for that. And Damson, though. Why is it different for him? Is it different for, for My Damson? man rented out a whole aquarium last year. What? Um, Michael? Hey, Valentine's Day. Romantic, isn't Did it? you see He rented out a whole aquarium. Romance. You know? 
What do you mean? 365 days later, she's <laughs> sucking the next nigga. What a waste of time. Did you see? No waste of time. Did you see the video of Damson and um, what's her name? Laurie. Laurie. That's it, Laurie. Yeah. No. On Valentine's Day. No, I don't. I don't like Damson. He makes me cringe. Yeah, he he's very cringe, cringe. But yeah, he was in her arms. I thought that was really like, he, No, he, he was. He gave you like created the baby vibe. <laughs> but I that's how the first picture was as well. The picture that came out when they announced, when people knew that they were together. Wasn't there a picture as well where he was like all like all cuddled up and... Yeah. Um, I I think... Keep that behind the doors. Yeah. I don't know. This is a problem. What's <laughs> the problem? <laughs> What's going on? The pandemic. Yeah. COVID yeah, and all that. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I hope that they last longer. She's going to eat but him again, alive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see him as the who Laurie's going to settle with. Definitely not. This is just here for a good time, not a long time. Definitely And not. I love that. So he's. I hope he's all right. I hope he's built stronger than Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan looks stronger than me. It doesn't look like it, but hopefully hope for the Listen, best. The men who can be vulnerable <laughs> and in tune with their emotions, they're, they're strong. Okay. They're strong where they need to be. Yeah. Um, is that it? Please, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I meant like, have you done? I'm commenting oh, yeah, yeah. On, on that. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, let's get into the people's journal. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. When was the last time you guys went McDonald's? Oh, I don't want to embarrass myself. We're not too long ago, man. Mm. What'd you get? I got McCrispy. <laughs> I really like the McCrispy. Yeah, mm. when, they, when they put enough sauce in it. Yes. Otherwise, it's dry. Yeah, it's but just yeah. real dry. But yeah, I love a McCrispy. Okay. You know McDonald's increased all their prices. Well, not all their prices, but yeah. some of their key things yeah. have been increased since yesterday. Yesterday? Because <laughs> yes. when yeah. I went last week, I said this is expensive. There you go. It went up again. That's mad. But it's, it's mainly on, on, on certain things, right? So the mayo chicken, which used to be 99p, is £1.19. Uh, the bacon mayo chicken, you guys should stay away from that anyway, is pound fifty nine. Bacon mayo chicken? Bacon, yeah. So... It would be the chicken made with bacon in it. Yeah. Mm. That's real good. <laughs> That's not good. I'm going to try that. We'll come back. No, no, don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's yummy. gone up to £1.79. 79 Yeah. The bacon double cheeseburger. There's no bacon in there, No, there's another one. Bacon double cheeseburger. Yeah. That's that was two forty nine. You can put bacon in any burger; it makes it changes it. <laughs> mm. Apparently, my really? brother does that. He puts bacon in any burger he gets. I'm really? like, you're sick in your head. Mm. Yeah, that's gone up from 249 to 269. The triple cheeseburger. Okay, people are doing too much. How much cheese do you want? But yeah, it's two that was 269, it's gone up to 289. And a normal like medium drink, yeah, it's gone up to 159, 149. Yeah, man. So this they don't seem as cheap so as they used mad. to be. Mm-hmm. Why do people that don't eat pork feel like they're better than everybody? Why do people just do this stuff? You see people who don't do stuff like people like you see that because you don't do something you mm. think like but you're, you're, you're holier than thou. Like you're holier than yeah. nobody gives. A, <laughs> nah, man, can you do other things? Nobody that gives a doing? shit. Huh? <laughs> Said like they they tend to do other things that they shouldn't be doing that we haven't found out yet. I know. <laughs> so relax, <laughs> be humble, sit down. To, to be fair, this is what we talked about yesterday in the Bible, wasn't it? It does say yeah. that, isn't it? That if you are one of those who've got enough faith that can eat the, the pork. Oh, don't yeah, necessarily yeah. shame those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you don't feel if someone doesn't feel guilty about it, you shouldn't make them feel guilty about it. Yeah. What's man that do drugs? Trust me, <laughs> that I don't even though. With some coke, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> Mads. Well, like I was saying, um, McDonald's again they're increasing their prices. Yeah. The next thing is British gas. I'm pretty sure everyone's felt the the increase in in the energy prices and whatnot. They are basically are looking to reveal 
um, some record annual profits, man, of more than three billion pounds. Yes. So basically, last year um, was they recorded profits of no, sorry, 2021. It was 948 million, right? But in 2022, a year later, 3.3 billion. Obviously, we know this whole cost of living crisis because mm. of the whole thing with um, Russia and all that type of stuff. Yeah, everything just went up, which obviously meant their profit margin increase um, exponentially as well. So yeah, this is obviously why everyone was pretty much saying, look, they need to do some type of windfall tax on these people in it because they're making way too much money while everyone's suffering pretty much. I think I want to talk about is basically the UK mobile and broadband firms. Yeah, they're all also going to be increasing their prices. And they do every year anyway. Exactly, they do. But um. Yeah, uh, it's basically it's based on the whole um, CPI, the Consumer Price Index, right? Mm. But that that basically is a measure of inflation, right? So every year when you do get your increase, it's kind of mm. related to that. So imagine now they're going to add on actual inflation, what inflation is, right? So what they're saying is for some companies, uh, where is it? O2, for example, they're going to be revealing the scale of its price increase, which is based on January's RPI plus 3.9%. So given RPI in, in December was 13.4%, mm. plus that 3.9%, you're looking at the typical customer facing a 17 plus percent increase in yeah, their prices. They're, they're whining. That's crazy. 17%, right? Um, the, the company spoke out and pretty much said the real increase would be closer to like 9, 10%, right? Mm. Because um, they kind of only apply it to calls and data and all that type of stuff. Um and not the significant cost of payments for handsets and stuff. So they're not going to be applying it to actual, um, to your upgrades and things of that nature in it, just more so to the cause and everything. But still, 10% increase is, is ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah, I saw someone talking about yeah. um, their bills that gone up by like £10. Like, it's mad. Yeah. You're having a few pennies. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's crazy. And the similar thing with BT and Vodafone, um, they're going to add 3.9% onto uh, December's uh, consumer price index as well. Virgin's going to be pushing through an average um, increase of about 13.8%. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, though, which is kind of like a good thing, still related to the whole mobile thing, is that, you know, the, um, the company 3, they are, they've kind of um, carved out a special tariff for people who are kind of struggling with cost of living and basically on benefits. Mm, and yeah. that tariff is going to be unlimited calls, unlimited text, data for £12 a month. Yeah, but what's your signal saying, though? <laughs> no, three is not that bad though, are they? Three? Yeah. I even thought you were talking about BT. Three is the worst. Yeah, I'm on, <laughs> I don't care. They can cover me every time. No, I'm on three and they're actually just, they're, they're in the bin. Like, yeah. I was on three for 12 hours in my contract. I said, get me out. I said, no. <laughs> take, I said, take, like, cancel this. I did not have signal. Was, I had yeah, 3G. Signal is wow. really bad. They're talking to me that about you can get 5G. I said, I haven't even got four. I've got 3G. <laughs> this is not when you're like out, outside London. This is in... Nah. And Strat this like, was in 2021. Yeah. 2020, what year are we in? 2023. If you had three and wow. you're in Stratford Station, just just Forget turn, it. Your, turn your phone off. Mm. Because if I had an is... emergency, I'm wow. dying because yeah. of three's network. Three is the worst. Wow. Yeah, man. Well, um, it got revealed That's on Monday. That's why it's so cheap. <laughs> well, I mean, th this is carved out just for those benefits. So again, oh. if if you're on free already or something else, or you're looking for a change, I don't know. Like you said, maybe. I think there's like a, what, a seven day, two week period, right? We can return Yeah, it. but don't bother sign up. <laughs> Twelve pound a month. Again, like it's, it's for people on 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 um, different benefits and stuff. So you need mm. to be on basically income based employment support, mm. um, job seekers, income support, pension credit, universal credit, that type of thing, and then you'll be eligible to get the Twelve pound a month deal. 
Um, but yeah, man, if if it works for you and you do get the, um, you got good reception and whatnot, it's a brilliant deal, man. Unlimited calls, texts a day. Can't ask for more at like twelve pound. But um, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it for the People's Journal. Thank you very much, sir. Let's get into woke or joke. All right, so today's Walker Jock here. Um, obviously, I want everyone to chime in, but it's, it's mainly, I, want, I definitely want to hear what the women have got to say about this, right? And this is about a female Kenyan senator, yeah? She was asked to leave parliament because she had like a, uh, an accident, right? It's an accident. Wear herself. <laughs> no, no, no. She had, she had a blood stain on her a trousers. Piercing. Yeah. She cool. had to leave. She was asked to leave, yeah. Because she was wearing a white suit. So it was mm-hmm. very evident, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. I can see from your face that you're saying doesn't matter. <laughs> right, cool. Well, you'll be on her side. So the question is, yeah, how woke should we be when it comes to certain agendas and stuff? Do you feel like she was kind of fighting a battle where it's like there's no real need to fight this particular battle? Because at the end of the day, if you had a choice to go and change and, and whatnot, you would do that anyway. Why do you need to... What was that? Was she... Why was what was her reason for not changing, and what was their reason for wanting to get okay. out? Okay, because well, well, the the men, and and uh, I guess her biggest gripe was the fact that she said loads of women in there had the same opinion as the men, which is that look, this has occurred, go home or go wherever you need to go, change, and then come back. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, it, like we need to stop this period shaming thing. Yeah, and this is my stance. I'm going to stand in this and say, yeah. you know what? No, get used to it because this is natural. It's natural. It happens. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just. Just because it's natural doesn't mean it should be displayed for everybody like that, though. So, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. But I think, again, is the period shaming. I get what she's saying. No, I, like, I, I, I don't wouldn't... think that was a period shaming moment. I think... No, it is. Though, just... I think, this is what I think it is, yeah. For anyone who gets a stain, right, you would want to go and change anyway. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, you know what? I've got a stain, but you know, I just, I've got stuff I need to do. Let me just sort out, sort out my stuff. Mm. Because you are uncomfortable... You are now telling me to go home because you are uncomfortable. How do you think I feel? I'm the one with the stain. Sorry, but you're taking paracetamol for my headache. It's got nothing to do with you. Mm, I don't know if I. If someone if one. someone is not embarrassed by something that affects them, mm. I don't see why because you are because the, the talks about periods mm. in smaller situations makes people feel uncomfortable, mm. and that makes people feel that makes young girls and women feel self conscious about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this from experience. This mm. is like recently when I've started working against that shame attached to everything that's since puberty and whatever, mm. right? So if someone then is comfortable and like, you know what? Yes, I'm staying, but you know what? I'm not even gonna think about it. It is what it is. Like me bleeding on my arm, my plaster. Well, I'm not gonna think too much about it. I'm just gonna do what I need to do, mm. and then I'm gonna sort it out. Yeah. I'm sure sis, it's white. She's even wearing white, so she definitely knows she wants to get this stain out. Mm-hmm. But because it makes you uncomfortable, you're you're making her feel even worse it is are you saying shaming. I'm saying that if I'm stained and I want to st- and I want to walk around in my stain stop the foolishness Esther you stop the foolishness Marks it's period shaming if someone told you that it, no, no no you can tell me that oh you've got stained but telling me that I have to go home making me go home what to where change, are you in a place of work change. what are you in public and do you, who do you work for what is there your players what you work for me 
Them are who I work for. You representing me? Them are, I'm not your bitch. You're them not even allowed to. You're not even allowed to dress. But there's school uniform policy. Like you represent mm. the school. You're not even allowed to wear the blazer wrong and your tie wrong on the bus. You're talking about you walking around with your big blood and your pom pom in here in the workplace. I can't send you home. You're talking about period shame. What are you talking about? And, and Go and home, you idiot. I'm talking about no, no. hygiene. What's that talking about? As well, though. Hygiene mm. as well. Like how many people stink up in the offices? How many people talk to them? Tell them. Why are you walking around like this for? It's not no shame. Shut up, man. Okay, this one. Even if you're this is what's going on. This is what it was. Yeah. Is this woman an EJ or something? Esther. Esther. <laughs> Esther. I don't know why you're calling my name. You called me three times. Esther. Four. This is what you're doing. So what, what, who what, does what, she what, work for? Who is she representing in she this works field? For the government. She, she's actually a senator. She's so a senator. She's self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if you represent me, you think take your big pom pom home. You're a dickhead. Wow. Do you know what? Like oh, ten. Gosh. I give her a 10 for bravery. Absolutely. Mm. I rate it. But. I rate it. There's a time and a place. And I, just I rate don't... it. Where's, when's the time and place? The only time, the only time for this that a court society will be at a feminist protest. <laughs> and it seems like she's got time for that because she's a senator. Like, so this is the time. Can I, let me no, add a bit not. more. It's not. Let me add a bit more to the, yeah. to the situation, right? More colour? Oh, please. <laughs> the people on colour? A bit more colour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, she, she's been an advocate. Um, she's been advocating against yeah. spirit shame from okay. prior to this. Yeah. So do you feel like she kind of... I'm not going to say she didn't stay. That she let it happen? Yeah. She might you know have let it happen. Maybe, I don't, I don't even know. Sis. I'll be honest with you. Mm. The but way brand she's leaking. got on. Yeah, the way it's leaking, she ain't got nothing gone. Come on. Whatever brand that is, mm. she needs to never purchase that brand. But I have a feeling, because now I know that she has a... This is her movement. I don't think she. I think she knew what was good. I think I don't think she's got anything on. Mm. So she wanted this to happen. This was intentional mm. for her. As far as yeah. I'm, I, that's what it appears to me. For but I am for I am for the movement that against period shaming. I absolutely am. Mm. I'm I'm for the movement against period shaming, but that isn't what she got. Be. Get the attention. Look, we're talking nah, about it. Nah, nah. How nah, else Esther. are we gonna are we gonna help yeah. this movement if <laughs> we're gonna take drastic, <laughs> drastic <laughs> movements like that? Nah. Well, the two the two sides of the argument, like I said, she said, since I'm always advocating against period shame, yeah, I thought I should go ahead and walk the talk. And then you got another woman from, <laughs> from amongst them, right, who's a, a senator as well. And she said, look, you don't understand if she's on the, on the normal woman cycle or she's faking it, and it's so indecent. She said, she added, there there was a better way to raise this issue. Agreed. And this was not setting a good example to What's young women Agreed. and girls. Did that did that woman give an um, an example of how? People always love to say there's a better way to do things, but never give you an idea of how the better the way it is to do the things. Fair enough, but it's not. We, what we all know is that it's not that. No, I am for the movement against period shaming. I do think that obviously now that I have a background and I know that you know, I feel like it was intentional. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a woman at work who's trying to, who's trying to meet a deadline, for example, mm, and then you're, you're forcing me to go home and I've got a deadline to meet. That one, mm. I'm not. I'm staying strong and I'm doing what I need to do. You know? Just, 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 just quickly, so that. I'm up to speed because I don't understand. You are just what is period shaming? Exactly what you think it is. Shaming I don't. I don't know. Periods. How do you do that? By making them feel uncomfortable, making them feel like it's like it's. Like, no, are you, when are you on your period? No, when, like, when does that happen? I'm saying when the what? Where is this a thing? When does it happen? Tell me how period shaming looks. Is it, is it like you know when what? and there's an accident or something? Do you know what? I feel period shaming is actually an internal thing. Like, mm. for example, if you're on your period at work, yeah. why are you putting your tampon up your sleeve? Why can't you just hold it and go to the toilet? Again, because of... Be- because, no, because that it's speaks not, to the... I think it's an internal nah, thing. I don't think though. so. Because I... Listen, the reason why you will hide your tampon and stuff like mm-hmm. that is because of how everyone else is going to look at you when you're just walking around casually with a tampon in your or hands. Or someone... Or they may not even look at you. They do. 
Because it makes people feel uncomfortable. Unless you're waving it. Like, no, no, no. The talk of periods. Mm-hmm. Some people are so extreme that like, you can't even say, like, they don't even want to know you have a period. They I feel, agree. Yeah. They feel uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. That is what brings on that shame. I don't think shame comes... No one's shame out, come out here of shaming women now, for the period. You no, know, you wouldn't know. You're in women's business. You wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know about shame. Like, shame, shame doesn't come from nothing. Shame comes from other people's perception about something. So I don't believe that hiding your tampon or whatever is because... Period shame is not Sorry man This is not happening In you the world but it also This is not comes going on men are, no one's, Women you are not do Being shamed for having your periods Do you have periods No men, men Exactly periods. So you wouldn't know huh? Brent no right, go, on, Brent, go on Brent No Don't Gen go on Z. No Brent You know you got on the line Next don't. gen <laughs> Next do gen Do not That's the next gen No The thing is The thing is like Women do feel they do feel some. There is shame attached to periods and stuff. I, I d- no, there is. There is shame. You're impressed with other that. women sometimes. But, but sometimes it's it's the shame comes from what you've been taught from when you're young. My mom's mm. always told me to be discreet. Like you know mm. what I mean. Like exactly. Every, but well, I'm why? Not, but the thing is, now I've been. It's been embedded in me that I mm. should always be discreet and stuff. Yeah. That's why I'm hiding my tampon. Not that people are gonna, when I get up and if I have it in my hands, people are gonna just start looking at me. I think that's gonna happen, yeah. but it may not actually happen. Okay, but why is it that they've then said, I've had a situation like where something falls out, like a, something to do your sanitary towel, whatever falls out, and people, and men and whatever, they're acting uncomfortable. I can see they're visibly uncomfortable. But where would that conversation about be discreet come from if it has not come from prior shame? Where would that conversation come from? Again, we don't get we don't get involved in women's business, yeah. So you you're sure? internalizing it. So you you're internalizing yourself. So you hiding it when you're going to the mm-hmm. shop or, or picking up from the shop or mm-hmm. whatever, not wanting to get extra large or whatever it may be. Are these you are okay. Are, these are, are you okay? Extra large. <laughs> what, are, what is wrong with you? You out while you can. Like mugs. You're actually annoying, I swear. You are a nuisance. <laughs> you are a nuisance. I can't believe you. And you're probably dying at extra large. Ridiculous. I'm just saying, these are problems that women are internalizing themselves. Like, men ain't out of thinking about women's periods, bro. Like, we're just not. We're just not. We understand women have them. We do not mm. care. Mm. It's not a thing. Yeah. You're it's speaking not. from yourself. That is you. Not every man feels that way. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Not every man understands that women have... Like, some guys are genuinely icked out and they let you know that this is icky to me. Another part of period shaming is when somebody implies that someone's been irrational because they're on their they're period. They're on their period, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's, that's different. So, oh, is it? No, because that happens. Because yeah, 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 that's on your know. period and men talk about it all the time. So if, if that's classed as shaming, then yeah, that's How the thing. you... You agree to shame it, and then in the sentence that I agree to shame it, you then shame. No, I'm saying, I didn't, <laughs> no, I didn't know that was. The, I didn't know that was the definition. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's oh yeah, part, no, that happens. That happens. Yeah, that's case in point. No, but that's true though. That's your your it. mood changes. Sometimes you're more touchy yeah. in that. What are you talking about? This I, is real life. Don't first of all, don't tell me. Don't don't. Don't say you can't eat. I've done too much anyway. I'm not saying no more. Yeah, you're doing way too much. People like, wait, mum, what the hell? <laughs> but no, yeah, period shame is a real thing. But I think we've, I think sis just wanted to make a point, man, and she made it. Mm. She definitely made it point. But but you know the whole thing about saying, uh, like you kind of been raised with the whole period shaming thing in mm. mind. Yeah, is it really a shaming thing, or is it more so like um, your mothers and stuff? I kind of. 
Let me just use my words correctly. You think that it's, it's, it's a less kind of decency? It's a decency yeah, just, decorum thing. Yeah. It's not a shaming shame thing. thing. No, but like no, you're a woman behaving in a particular way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. it's all in the, the same. The shaming does not start and stop with periods. It's definitely shaming. And when I when I when I say these things, I'm literally speaking. I'm tapping into my experiences and the shame that I've associated when it comes to everything that comes with um, puberty. Because the conversations that not had. That's why I said when I have kids, mm. like I'm going to be raised. I'm going to be like I'm going to let my my daughter know it's okay, like these things are okay. You don't have to hide things. You don't have to like this whole hiding things and be discreet and blah blah. It's a normal part of the body. It's why do you why should you have to be discreet about it? What is what is indecent mm. about having a period? There's nothing indecent about having a period. So even the thing about yeah, it's a it's a form of decency. Mm-hmm. What is indecent about it? What is indecent? I know it's not the same. Your ass thing. isn't out. I know it's not the same thing, yeah. But it's just like a guy walking around like, w- w- like with a bone or something, yeah. Definitely not the same thing. It's a natural it? thing. It's a natural thing. Yeah, but it's not. It's definitely not the same. I'm just saying that basically, like, it's not exactly the same. But yeah. a woman or women or girls will yeah. laugh at him if he's just walking around like that, right? Mm. And also, he will feel, let me just chill here and wait. You know what I'm saying? Till mm-hmm. whatever, and then I get up. So that same thing about decency, is, isn't it the same principle applied here? I don't see it like that. All right. So if a guy sitting at a table in public, mixed group, women, kids, everything, and he's got a big raging stonking boner and he's sitting at the table, it just happened naturally. And mm, then the decent scene true. is he's going to wait mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it goes down before I stand up and make a big scene. So you're saying he should just be able to just stand up mm-hmm. and just rock the cock. Because they're not necessarily <laughs> Just... <laughs> And just yeah. dead there for no reason. No, <laughs> <at> random <laughs> but I think I don't know about boners because I don't, I don't, I don't stay in men's business. <laughs> so I don't know about boners. I don't know if it's um, random, whatever, it whatever. But again, do you know what? If if a guy's like, do you know what? This is random. This is natural. And I have, I have, to, I have a place to be. I have a meeting to be, and I'm, I'm gonna just make my way out of this pub, out of this room. Mm. Go for it, King. Like I can't, I cannot. I don't believe in attaching, putting shame on people that don't feel shame about something. Would well, certain laugh? things I will push him on you, but yeah. But when you, if you, I don't laugh about If you saw that, I just know what the situation is now. I know we want to move to you. <laughs> no, not. but if you are in like a, a work setting, maybe yeah. a workshop or something, and yeah. the presenter now comes up and you can see he's got a mad, he's got a boner. How yeah. would you feel? And how would what would you say? That would be uncomfortable. But a, a boner for me, which I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not seeing the. Um, I'm not seeing the what's the correlation? Called? Correlation between a period. Because it's a natural and thing, and it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily happen when they're horny. It actually just happens at random that's, times. Yeah, but that's as well. fair enough. But again, I would liken a boner to if like nipple if, showing. If, yeah, you know your nipples are being erected, okay. and you had a meeting, and you can see through your blouse. That's what I would liken it to. I wouldn't like it. Then I can see people saying, "You know, what, it's not decent because because there's a sexual connotation to it." That's where it, that's for me indecency. That's a, yeah, that's been applied, to, and okay. that's the same thing that's been applied to boners. Yeah. Boners are seen as a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. Erected nipples are seen as a sexual thing. Yeah. That for me, that makes sense. That correlation makes sense. Mm-hmm. You um, <laughs> bleeding and Mercy, hiding your tampon. You're, you're that, I don't see that's the. Um, so cold. <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> I don't. I don't see <laughs> the um, correlation with decency and Guys. indecency in that regard. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Sorry, but yeah. if if my you want to make it for nine minutes, <laughs> if I'm if I'm leaking any Sorry. at any point, to me, yeah, I'm not trying to be anywhere that people can yeah. see me like that. Absolutely, I'm, really I'm, the, I'm the exact same. But my thing is, I'm the exact same. Mm-hmm. I like I take proper precautions to make sure I'm not in that mm-hmm. situation, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And if I leak, I'm leaving wherever it is I am at to make like. I have a spare underwear in my, in my car. Yeah. That's how yeah. that's how prepared I am. Mm-hmm. But if it was a case where it's like you were leaking. 
and like, oh, Maxi, you're leaking. You're like, oh, I'll sort out later. It is not for me to say to you, no, nah, that's a, like, go on, go and sort out now. I, I cannot project that on you. That is me. That is because Just because that's what I would do in that situation, mm-hmm. it's not fair for me to then put that on you. I don't know how you are with your body. Some people are mm. a lot freer, mm-hmm. more confident with like, oh, it's natural, it is what it is. Mm. It's just, they don't care. Do you get me? So it's not for me to then place that level of caring on you when you who is affected wherever it is here whatever embarrassment you're going to have mm-hmm. is going to be worse than anything that I can as a second party experience mm-hmm. so it's not for me to then take that on and be like well no Maxi leave and, and sort it out what, if I do that what is that speaking to? It's speaking to my uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. It's not taking into account how it is that you're feeling about anything. Mm-hmm. That's the point I'm trying to make. I personally would not roll around like that. Yeah. That's not how I roll. Yeah. But for me, I don't in every in uh, every area of life, I don't <laughs> believe in putting on people yeah. something that they doesn't affect them. It's not nice, it's not fair. Yeah. So, no, sorry. sorry no, I was gonna say, no, I, I fully get that. But there yeah. are people at my workplace that have been sent home because they stink. That's really good. So what's but what's the is there any difference in that? Yeah, that's, that's hygiene and stuff, whatever. Yeah, but I feel like period stuff is still hygiene in the way. No, because people don't get shamed enough for bad hygiene, boy. No, but I, I the think... The government did a whole, a whole roll like, that, wash your hands for 20 seconds before you're dirty in this country. It, I, feel, I still think it fits that category because mm. you're going to be sitting down, standing yeah. up. That's not your chair. Someone else is going to sit there. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like if you can send someone home for BO, then why can't you just send... To me, I fully get it, but I get yeah. your point as well. Yeah, I think I just think it's it's what's attached to periods in itself. Mm. That's what makes things different for me. Bo yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I get it, absolutely. But I think it's what's attached <laughs> to periods, and it's the way periods are spoken about. It's the way people react to people having periods. Is is that that's mm-hmm. what will make me? That's what makes me see it differently in mm. every example that is brought up, basically. Okay. Mm. So basically, walk a joke. So you're basically into work. I think it's work. Okay, cool. But she definitely did it on purpose, by the way, because she was yeah, definitely yeah. wearing black and white too. Mm. This was intentional about that. Point. <laughs> Do you think she could have even faked it just to, just for, just for the point? Probably because I don't know how you leak that bad. Like your flow is heavy, sis. Yeah, I don't know like anything about that. But, yeah. yeah, down your legs and everything. It's a lot. But yeah. All right. All right. Thank you very much. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, let's get into our next headlines. Yeah, you remember we spoke about that? Yeah, man. Yes. Anyway, we'll start on a lighter thing. <laughs> well, this, one, this, this one's not even light, to be fair. <laughs> the <laughs> last one was never light. <laughs> so, um, this first headline, trigger warning here. And this is about the missing mother, Nicola Bully. Mm. Um, the police have come out and basically said um, she had significant issues with alcohol, which is brought on by her ongoing struggles mm. with menopause. The 45-year-old went missing on 27th of January during the Riverside Dog Walk in St. Michael's on Wire. Um, officers said that Miss Bali had been considered a high-risk person, missing person from the start of the investigation. And Lancashire Police said it was called to a concern for welfare report at her home last month. So just like, you know, recently, um, not recently, but just before this um, horrible incident. And health uh, professionals also attended on the 10th of January, the fool said. I did no arrests were made, but it was being investigated. A police spokesman said it was clear after speaking to Miss Bully's family, she had in the past suffered with some significant issues with alcohol, which are brought on by her ongoing struggles with menopause. These struggles, the spokesperson said, had resurfaced over recent months, and this caused some real challenges for her partner, Paul, 
and the family. The fool said it had taken up the, usual, the unusual step to go into um, this level of detail, as it was important to clarify what we meant when we were talking about vulnerabilities to avoid any further speculation or misinterpretation. We have explained to Nicholas' family why we have released this further information, and we, and we would ask that their privacy is respected at this difficult time. And the next headline is something, again, <laughs> like um, Esther, Esther reacted to, that we spoke about here on TDA last year, I believe. Mm. And this trigger warning here, this is about a man who killed his... Um, <laughs> who killed the woman that he, who he was having an affair with and their child as well, man. So a man who met his lover and their three-year-old son in the Highlands in 1976 has died less than five months after being convicted. That's really annoying, you know? Mm. I hate when people die like that. Stay yeah. alive to mm. suffer. Yeah, man. So William McDowell, who's 81, uh, well, was 81, disposed of Renee and Andrew McRae's bodies, which have never been found. McDowell of Penrith in Cumbria was given a life sentence with a minimum of 30 years after the jury found him guilty in September last year. McDowell, who denied all the charges against him, was convicted, convicted following a trial at the High Court in Inverness. Sentencing the killer, Judge Lord Armstrong told him, these murders appear to have been premeditated and planned in the most calculating way. These appear to be, in effect, executions. You murdered your victims and disposed of their bodies, and you took various steps to avoid detection. Mrs. McCray, who was 36, and Andrew disappeared on the 12th of November in 1976. Her car was found that night on fire in a lay-by on the A9 in Dalmagari, south of Inverness. The trial heard that the discovery exposed the married McDowell's affair with Mrs. McCray and that she had believed they would be meeting up for a weekend away before a planned move to the Shetlands. So when people like kill people and they're like, going to hide the body and they plan all that mm. after stuff to hide it, do you mm -hmm. feel like their heart is being fast? Or do you think they do it calmly? <laughs> Is there like an adrenaline rush? They're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, or do they just, just chill out and just do it? And it's like, oh. I think for most of these people, it's their first time in it. So I think they're worried. I was going to they, say, They're yeah. really, you know what I mean? It's crazy, but, man. Yeah, sad. Last headline is about our beloved um, Nigeria. Our. <laughs> oh. And Nigeria's president, Mohamedou Buhari, has directed the country's central bank to release the old 200 Naira banknotes back into circulation and run concurrently with the old ones till the 10th of April. So again, we spoke about this before, about how they wanted to stop it, but now he's brought it back. So the old 200 Naira banknotes would then, be, would then cease to be valid after the 10th of April. Meanwhile, the old 500 and 1,000 Naira banknotes are no longer valid and must be taken to the central bank through designated channels. Nigerians have faced long queues at cash machines with some sleeping outside banks to try and be the first in line to get some money. There have been angry protests in towns and cities as people struggle to get hold of the new banknotes. Nigeria's, Nigeria last year started circulating newly designed 200, 500 and 1,000 Naira notes. The deadline to hand in old notes had been extended once to the 10th of February, which we spoke about, after which the old notes would become invalid. The deadline was, however, suspended by the Supreme Court last week. Um, this is kind of, uh, what do you call it, obviously, something that is um, quite apt for right now. Because earlier that same day, at this headline, two commercial banks had been um, reportedly set on fire during riots in, in Wari in southern Nigeria over the scarcity of cash following the central bank's controversial decision to scrap the old um, banknotes. Some banks were also said to have been broken into and looted as well. In Benin City as well, angry protesters surged towards the local offices in central bank but were pushed back by security officers who fired tear gas. In um, Ibadan as well, protesters blocked roads, 
as they complained about the non-availability of new banknotes. So this whole thing is just rampant throughout the country. But again, like we said, Harry's um, extended it. And um, yeah, hopefully something happens anyway, something positive. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the headlines. Thank you very much. Mark, you've been dying for this, boy. Let's get into reaction. <laughs> Like that. Who me? Yeah, podcast. No, no. I've got a filming to do, so that's why I need to um, oh. try to speed it up. But you honestly... got one minute. You can do it. <laughs> 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 the clock actually just went through. <coughs> it's tre- trending down on my phone. So, <clears throat> I still got a little bit of a cough then. <clears throat> so, kill <laughs> <laughs> <on> my nerves. <laughs> Let's get into this reaction. Brent ain't wanted to speak to me all when I called up a few days ago. I didn't want to have no conversations. <laughs> he was f- brimming with confidence. I don't think we need to read I don't this. Hmm? I said, I am. Oh, you're still, you're still there, yeah? Yeah, man. How do you feel about the result on the weekend, man? Let's get into it. Look, punk ass Arsenal lose to Man City. I don't know why you want to call them punk asses. I didn't write this. Do you feel like Do you feel like the best, the better team won? Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, but bring that down. Talk to me about that. You talking about yesterday? Yeah. Yes, Man City was better. Oh, do you think they were? Yes. I don't think they were that good. You thought that we were better? That's a question you asked me. I mean, there's arguments to be made Our that you... Our defence was terrible in that second half. Huh? Our defence was terrible in that second half. City, that first half? City, ooh, City, that first half? City were off the ball. City were off the ball. And used up probably looked a bit... Nervous. Granted that... Not nervous, I'm lying, actually. You've probably played, for the most part, how you play for the most of the season. Obviously, um, party weren't there. Yes, this is just, uh, important. That, that, that was a big loss. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. oh, is that important? But it wasn't important when it was Casemiro and we was playing you. It wasn't a big deal, was it? <laughs> I wasn't, speak about Arsenal. I don't know wasn't, why you wasn't, Casemiro. I'm just saying. I'm just checking. Just checking. Okay. But party was a big loss. But for the most part, you've played like how you've played. The city weren't. City weren't really good. You get me. I think that was more. They had the more, Peps never more, had that more least. Us than them, to be honest. Peps never had that, that least amount of possession like that. Thirty-four uh, percent. That's never happened. That's never happened. You get me. What did they have? One shot on target. That might have been that, like apart from the penalty. First half we played well. Huh? First half we played well. So, but you think City were the better team overall? I was even surprised with Jorginho. I was surprised with Jorginho. Jorginho done all right. All the shortfalls that I was worried about, physically in that, like with the, with the legs and that, he, was, he, done, he done well. He's one of these better players, actually. So that's a good look. This show that we, we really, really miss Jesus. Mm. Everything on this Jesus, man. I don't know what. No, I mean, I remember when it is that Jesus got injured and you said that's us finished, right? The fact that it is that we're still here and he's to come back, bloody hell. Hmm. Good. Is that how you're trying to spin this? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> oh, no, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. I like what you're doing. This is good. This is good. Who's the game in hand? When's it, when's it for? Villa. No, it's not because that's on the weekend. We City- Aston Villa. So yeah, but no, but that's say- not the game in hand because City play yeah, on the weekend. 100%, 100%. Yes. Yeah, do you know who the game in hand is? Do you have, have we worked it out yet? Huh? No, we played everything twice. No, everything, isn't it? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know. I think I think it's everything. We'll have to check. We'll have to see. But um, how do you think? What do you think? What do you think happens from here to the rest of the season? I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. Do you think you drop out of the top four? It's, it's no squeaky bum time. Now, everybody's bu- basically, basically written us off now, right? That football time. Yeah. Squeaky bum. Squeaky bum. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
Can we Someone's focus name? now? Can we focus now? Let's just concentrate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not homophobic over here, to be honest. Not in football. Not in football. Not in TDA, we're not. Mm. We're for the people. Mm. That's right. Even the rock cocky and all that. Mm. Wow. What? That's what you, you said. said that. You, <laughs> you, you <laughs> coined that term. Mark. Don't, don't pretend like that's the first time you heard exactly. it. Exactly. You, you your mouth. Why? That's not a why. I said, what if you want to rock the cock? Yeah, exactly. So we, why we, is that a why? So you want to rock the cock? We rock cocks over huh? here. No, I'm saying if you wanted to wear it in public. Rocking's wearing it, isn't it? You want to rock a cock in public? No. I you you got to do all I'm that. I'm trying to understand. No, you're, you're trying doing. to change my words. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 That's what you're doing. It's all right, man. So I think the rest of the season is going to be very interesting. Because there's, there's more to play for now because it's not uh, everybody seeing Arsenal's going to win it. It's now. Do you think that was a winner takes all? A lot of sentiment no. yesterday was whoever no. wins this wins the league. No. Because no. City got it in them to put a run together, right? 100%. Do you see yourself dropping more points before the season's gone? Probably. More than City? Because you, you, you're joint, you're joint, even though you got the game in hand, you're joint on points. It's, it's on Arsenal now to basically step up to the play. Boy. Which is which is good because it will make the the win at the end of the season even sweeter. Is Zinchenko as good as you thought? Yes. Made that? Yes. I think he's just getting gassed of this guy. He doesn't do nothing. There was a bit okay. vulnerable on the left. Okay. I think Pep put together a plan and like, and he's just like shows you he's a bit vulnerable on the on the, on the okay, left hand so side. This is Man City, by the way. You're talking about Man City. That's true. Uh, what did he make? Um, Tomiyashi. Is it Tom, Tom, Tomiyashi? Yeah. yeah, but he hasn't played for a little while. But yeah, he played. All right. Great assist. Mm. No, nah, I'll be honest with you. I wanted a draw. That's what I wanted a draw. I'm not happy. Like I'm not happy either way. You know what I'm trying to say? Like I'm. It was nice to see you um, hold corn in that. But for me personally, a draw would have been the better mm. would have been the better result. You just had one job, and you couldn't even do that. But all right, that's it. Well, <laughs> uh, obviously, Mags has to go somewhere, so he's obviously it's reserved. Uh, commentary right now. I hear yeah, that. Yeah, no, I can't get I can't get into a full blown argument. Yep. I can't get into a full blown argument. But I just think you can kiss the league goodbye. Right. Mm. That's what I think. I think kiss it goodbye. Forget it. All this confidence that you had, just forget it. Just let it go. I think what's done is done now. You know what I'm trying to say? We ain't got to play City or Arsenal again for the rest of the season. So we just got to carry on, just plugging away. You know what I'm trying to say? That like, we're not going to get. We're not. We're still not involved in the conversation. Mm. But we're just going to keep doing us and just being ready to pounce in case anything does change. Mm. So when that does change, I'll let you know. When it's time for you to be worried, Brent, mm. I'll let you know. Right. As it stands, don't be scared. Right. Don't yeah? be scared. Don't be scared. You're all right. But that could change very fast. And you know what? Let me be honest with you, yeah? Away at Villa Park, afternoon kickoff. It's not easy, man. At all. It's not. Mm. Emery's there, he's got them playing decent, it's a good coach, they've got some decent players over right, there. Right. It's not easy. There's a lot of pressure because if you do that, there's going to be the fifth game on, a, on the spin. No no win. Mm-hmm. Pressure's building, it's getting mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that? What's that? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? No, you're all right. You're confident. I'm, you're I'm good. All right. All right. All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, they bring, bring on Super League, bro. Any Chelsea fans in the chat? Champions League was playing yesterday and nobody gave a shit. Mm. Not a one Ross. Nobody watched it because the big boys were playing. And that was the perfect advert for Super League. We need we need Super League, man. These games are, are whack. But Chelsea lost. They lost 1-0. Karim Adeyemi's brilliant breakaway goal. He got it done. Graham Potter is down bad. I'm hearing 
that they're saying that they're still going to support him and his job's not on the line yet. You get me? But mm. I don't know, man. That's just talk, man. I don't know how... I don't know how long he can go on like this. It more than likely gets dumped out of the Champions League. Mm. He could change, it's only 1-0 and they're at home in the second leg, I think. So it can get changed around, but he's skating on thin ice, this guy, man. Mm. He's skating on thin ice. I don't know. And they spent all that money and they ain't got no one that's going to put the ball in the back of the net. Stupid. They spent £600 million and they ain't got a striker. Mm. Stupidness, man. Stupidness. But yeah. Um, and our final... Sports headline will be um, boxing news and Eubanks Jr. activates rematch clause. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, I can't remember what happened. I missed that fight. And I even watched it, but I even watched it back, but he got pasted in, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, knocked out in the fourth round. Why is he doing this? Well, at first he tries to say um, he was hit with some illegal elbows. But yeah, now, now he wants to activate the rematch, man. His eye was swole, though. The lump on it. Yeah, yeah, but... And and to be fair to him though, like he did say in in the um in the press conference leading up to the fight, like Liam needs to be careful with his elbows. Mm. So it's crazy to then see that obviously you know the elbows came into play, but the elbows didn't knock him out though. It was the, it was the fist. Mm. You know what I'm saying like he lost it. He just lost the fight. That's it. Was it was it done in such a fashion that you wouldn't be interested in seeing this fight again? Yeah, there's no need to see a second one at all. It it, it, it if it went to like 12 rounds, you know what I'm saying, unanimous decision or like one of those crazy ones where it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, how did you see it this way? Yeah, cool. But fourth round beating, mm. he was done. He was done. And, and the thing is, Eubank's never been knocked out before. Mm. It's the first time. And I think it's all the up, going up and down in weight. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it just seems like he's just making excuses, man. Yeah, he's cooked, but um, I said he activate the crew. So it's in his contract, so he, this is happening then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think, is it Wasserman? Basically, the, his promoter is basically saying, well, they wanted to do it um, at Anfield because of Liam Smith. Okay, yeah. But because of the whole season and everything, that means obviously they'll have to do it after May because obviously the, the season's still running. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they're not too sure about um, dates yet. But, um, yeah. All right. We're considering well. it. We'll keep you abreast of that situation. Absolutely mm-hmm. nobody cares about you, Bank, man. You fucked yourself. Let's get into Done Out Here. Hmm? You were thinking that I need new tattoos? Nothing. No, I need. Oh. I one. Have you got tattoos? No. You don't, you do, I don't think you like the experience anyway. Really? Why yeah. not? Because you're just delicate and like a flower. You don't oh, want to rip your skin off. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. I don't know. But I was just thinking more if I'm, what if I'm allergic to it. That it, too. Got <laughs> <laughs> you... an extra arm. Gosh. You have to use like vegan ink or something. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Non-ink ink. Non-ink ink. <laughs> that would be it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So quickly, because i got to fly. Who is done out here to... What? Okay, firstly, man, then, man, what are you doing? You've got to be better. There's a sex worker here, yeah? And she's dubbed Miss Piggy. Gosh. And they call her Miss Piggy because she got a fight with, she got into a fight with another sex worker and the sex worker bit off her nose. So she ain't got no nose. If you see the picture, I don't know if Brendan wants to show it to you, but she's got no nose. I'm surprised. Is that like an illness? No, she bit her nose off. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised she no. can still sell sex. You know what I'm saying? Psh, 
Yeah, but that just shows you how how people are dying for it. Listen, man is dog, isn't it? Man, them are. It's pussy. If it's warm, they're going in in trenches out there, boy. And that's why I always say I don't want to hear no excuses because it's your God-given right to sell your pump pump. Like no, like man of man, go through it. I'm just saying, man, go through it, innit? Like we could end up homeless on the street, like down bad, innit? We're men, innit? Like that can happen. Should never happen to no girl. You've always got a commodity that will just worth that's valuable to the end of time. That you can sell at any at a drop of a hat. So, so because that's my only. <laughs> no, it's not only. But you got that self fail safe. That that that's. I haven't got that. That's not a yeah. But if it is you, a fail safe. No, if you look at it like if you that, need to then eat, cool. it's a fail safe. If like anything you need. A man just texts me saying men have bussies. You said that. It's a but family friendly it. show, What's man. What's that? <laughs> Come around. Do you you can sell them? Do you want this to carry on? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this caught my eye because I was just surprised that she was still managed to sell pussy. Like she's actually a sex worker, like right now, actively. But regardless of that, she went crazy and she attacked a man in the street. Well, not in the street. She jumped into an Uber, yeah, with a syringe, dirty drug-filled syringe, and she threatened to stab the Uber man in his neck if he don't give her the bread. You get me? And it said it chased. It said she chased him around the vehicle. Oh, robbery! <laughs> you know how stupid you look there chasing someone around a, around a car. No, in the car. It said she chased him. She jumped in the car and chased him around the vehicle. I'm saying I don't know if you sort of wrote that right because you can't chase someone in a car. In a car, like that it's, doesn't matter. You're there. I'm there. That's it. Yeah. yeah. She threatened to stab him up in the neck. He saw that it was a dirty syringe, and then he jumped out the car. Okay. Since so she was in the car, like just rummaging, rummaging, mm-hmm. and I think she found some of his earnings. I don't know how, because it was Uber, and they don't deal with cash. Depends what country. No, this is England. Oh, it's true, they don't deal with cash. This is Manchester, yeah, they don't deal with cash. But she managed to um, succumb 13 pounds, 30 pounds. That's it? 30 pounds, yeah. Then she jumped out of the car and started chasing him again, what, around ran, the car. Was he running away as well? Yeah, she got a syringe and no nose. <laughs> <laughs> what a zombie thing. <laughs> yeah. scary, though. Right, what would you do? What would you do? She got caught. Um, I think at that point it's fine for him to defend to defend himself. I think he just ran. I don't know what. He but she got. See, I don't even want. I, I can't even defend myself. I don't want that accidentally touching me. No, I think there's I no think way to defend yourself unless he's, you unless can, he's got something he can, can slap her out. The syringe is yeah, different. That's, that's worse than a knife. Like, you don't want it. no someone that looks like they use drugs as well. You don't yeah. want them chasing you in a syringe. Like, cool, but what are you? That, are you stronger than me like that though? No, nah, but you might pull me by accident. I, I like, can you grab might, you. You might just get like nick yeah. me when I'm trying to restrain. What are you yeah. talking about? No chance. What? what? If, if I'm holding something, the first thing I'm doing is holding her like the 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 hand that she's got the syringe in. Mm. That's what I'm going for. No nah, man, she might I'm be ambidextrous, man. I would go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would go for that first. <laughs> <laughs> her shoulder. She's got you from the back. Yeah, no. So but this is what she done. I think she got found guilty. I think she's got four years in, in jail for it. She's got free accommodation. She ain't got to worry about that. Got free accommodation. Mm-hmm. Well, but she still ain't got no nose. I'm just don't know how this like her nose went off. This nose things. Oh, this broad bit her nose off. Oh, she got six years. Must be her brethren, Claire. This one looks rough as well. It's probably Claire. It was probably, <laughs> no, it was Claire. Claire done it. It was probably her needle. It was probably her well, needle. She did, isn't you it? Know. Yeah, but she looks like she's a nose biter. She looks like a nose biter. She better get a picture. 
She bit her nose off and she got she got six years. She got six years in jail for biting off for biting off her nose. Yeah, she's been off. Oh. She's been off more than noses in her time. Right, she's, six years. Is that a lot for biting off a nose? That's not enough. Know, I'm noseless. <laughs> <laughs> six years. I ain't got a nose. I've got to smell for the rest of my life and you get There's six years. There's people that have done worse that, get, that have gotten less. You just take off her nose and give it to me because I can't believe in years for biting off a nose. The commitment like, to, How do you to, bite to, off to a... get the nose off. And do you know how thick a nose is? She's a serious woman, man. Dangerous, man. Yeah, very dangerous. Uh, that one I wouldn't want to fight, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know she's a nose bite until she gets your nose. Well, gotcha now, nose. well, now they're both in jail and I'm guessing... They're going to link up on the win. So I'm going to let you know who won the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know who won the fight when they see each other. Yeah, man, but this guy has done it here. But honestly, it was just a picture and I saw her nose. I was like, wow, what the hell's going on here? You're still selling pussy. Man, them we need to be better, man. But yeah, Miss Piggy, you're done it here, man. Stop chasing Uber people, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get <laughs> Um, Nigeria just takes um, cash, but you, on your Uber app, you can actually change it to card. Can you what? Like, you can change it to ca um, cash as your payment method. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. even here. Because when I'm in Nigeria, I said, I'm sorry, you guys know about to charge me mm. London prices just because I'm trying to go to KFC or Chicken Republic or where I was going. But um, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much. Also, share it. It's going to stay up. Follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNB, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you want to send voice notes and text in, the number is 075-6484-1073. Special thank you to our lovely guest host, Maxi. We appreciate Thanks you coming down. Thanks for having down. me, guys, again. Thank you. Yeah, hope you come back. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. If you want to um, inquire about the show or feature on the show, the email address is thedayafter at thenewblack.com. Black is what X. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Like the video. Thank you.